Hey, yo, what's good, what's good, what's good? Welcome to Reflections of a DJ, the road podcast. I'm one of your hosts, DJ Crooked. I got DJ Never. Yo, what's up? I got DJ D Miles. What's good, what's good? I got Jamie the Great. Yeah, what up, what up? Big shout out to DJ City. This episode is presented by DJ City. Yes, sir. Yep. Our loyal sponsor. We're approaching three years of this podcast right now. Ooh. Damn, man. We're almost there, guys. What is it, like a, maybe wow. a month? A month, month out. out. Exactly yeah. a month out, About actually. four more episodes, and then we'll hit... hit um. The milestone. Of what, three years. We'll hit a milestone of three years. Are we doing something big for that? For that milestone? I have no idea, but yeah. we just <laughs> <laughs> but we, we just celebrated your birthday last night on Twitch, yeah. which is technically today. So happy birthday, Neville! Thank you, happy thank birthday, you, sir! Thank you, you hitting the big, the big illustrious and legendary five yes. zero fifty years old. Yes, sir. How does it feel? Feels the same. Feels the yeah. same. Feel any different? What man. was harder, turning forty or turning fifty? It's all the same, man. Is it? Yeah. I think turning 50 is better than turning 40. Why is that? I feel like when you turn 40, it's really hitting you that it's like the first time it hits you that shit is over. <laughs> like, like, <laughs> no, 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 no. Because when you, when you reach like your late 30s, mm-hmm. you realize like you start feeling the physical, like you're not as strong as you used to. Uh-huh. You're not as, uh, your stamina isn't what it is. Your dick game, you know, sometimes you have to work harder to keep your dick game on. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So, you know, those days where you could, you were able to like jack off three times a day and still smash a shorty and then maybe smash somebody else after that. Jesus. You can't you do that. Them. You got to save um, them. You got to conserve you the gotta, nuts. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? The stamina. Yeah. Every, every nut counts. You know yeah. what I'm saying? You As know you know get older. When I hit 40, I didn't feel that way. I didn't feel that way until I maybe got to 45. 45? Mm. Yeah. So you was, you was still... You were still okay till 45. I was still, yeah. You were still jacking out I didn't, three times. I was still doing that, hanging out all night, fucking yeah. able to, I was just functioning just as good as I was right. in my 30s. But yeah, but for some reason, by the time I got to 45, 46, yeah. then I really start to feel differently. What's the biggest lesson you learned in your 40s compared to your 30s? Not a goddamn thing. Nothing. <laughs> <laughs> nothing. That in itself. That in itself. That in itself explains the beauty of never. Yeah. You know what's crazy though? I feel never, like never just nah, never kiss. never goes down the canoe of like the river of uh, the river of life with a canoe and no paddles. <laughs> He's like just, He's just, you're just in the I'm, canoe. I'm just going. Right? You're just in the I'm canoe just, eating a sandwich, saying like, oh, "Let's see what happens." Yeah, the current got me. Let's go. You know what's crazy? is I don't even consider 50 old anymore. I used to. But when I look at entertainers yeah. that are still at a high level, yeah. even athletes, like mm-hmm. 10 years ago, there weren't that many athletes in their 40s still competing. Yeah. yeah. But you look at like Tom Brady, he's 42, about to be 43. Yeah. Like that's unheard of. Like LeBron James True is like breeze. in his 18th year. But he's only I mean? 35 too. But still like... <laughs> There's yeah. mad NFL players in their 40s. There's I gotta, mad rappers that are in their 50s, DJs. I got, yeah. a, I got a question. Mm-hmm. Why do you think everyone continues to do what they do? Like, why was it back in the past that the athletes would, like, retire earlier? What was what I was think it? there was a lot of... I think, one, it was the um, what we knew about conditioning, maybe dieting. Mm. Like, condi- like, especially conditioning, I think, like, the technology on how to take care of your body is better. The recovery shit. Recovery so, so basically, better. education. Yeah. Yes. 100%. So, technology, educate, the education. education and the stuff that we know about dietary... Our bodies. Right. Supplements. Yeah. yeah. Uh, organic yeah. food to stay in, and eating good food. Very big on the dieting. I even think. moving Bios. towards vegetarian might yeah. even help that even yeah, more, sure. right? As you get older, right? Yeah. Um, I think Tom Brady's. I think I don't know if he's vegan, but 
he's very on a vegetarian diet and he eats really like um really clean cuts of like right. meat i don't know if he eats beef but a lot of avocado ice cream and all kinds of shit he eats but i've noticed like a lot of ogs right like because uh, who's in they fit who's in the big 5-0 now right Jigga. yeah jay-z Jay's like 52 52 yeah. diddy diddy diddy's 50, diddy's 50. yeah uh, D Nice, D Nice, just yeah. turned fifty. Jazzy Jeff, I want to say. Jazzy Jeff, Jazzy Jeff, Jeff is over fifty. He's, he's like mid fifties, fifty five, fifty six. Yeah. And then what's his? Uh, who else? Doctor Dre is fifty. Yeah. Will Smith, Will Smith. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yeah. So you, you you feel more comfortable seeing these other celebrities yeah. turn fifty, and now you're like, I'm cool. Yeah. Yeah. Like, yeah. Nas is like forty eight. Forty eight. Yeah. yeah. And, and he, he just dropped a dope album. Yeah. Right. And it's always been a narrative that hip hop is like a younger man's thing. So I think mm-hmm. there was like a stigma, but I feel like that stigma has been broken a little bit. But yeah, because you're seeing yeah. DJs now DJ yeah. into their sixties. Yeah. Yep. Mm-hmm. So in ten years, when you hit the six zero, you're still going to be DJing. Never. Yeah, yeah, hopefully he's still yeah. be rocking the party. Still be doing it. Yeah, you think clubs would be open? Huh? <laughs> you think clubs would be open? Party? <laughs> in ten years, we be doing. But we, I feel like we see it. We be playing the old school jams. Old school, and, and then we're swinging, and then we're. <laughs> Well, we see it in other genres, like 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 country artists, rock artists. Them dudes be touring well into their seventies. Yeah. yeah, and it's only hip hop where it was like that kind of like. Yeah, because it's a young uh, man. It's a it's a young man's like. Not young man, but it's a young. Um, it was a new genre of yes. music at the it's, time. It's very young. It only yeah. started forty years ago, or whatever it was. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. the so. groupies just get older. That's it. That's you know? it. You know, yeah. roll with the, <laughs> pop a little bit more blue pills, but you'll be all right. You know, dating instead of dating the substitute teachers, you're uh-huh. dating the principals, principals. now. <laughs> 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 they just get older. But happy birthday! Actually, you know, never. I wanted to get you a birthday present. Woo! Uh huh. And I'm gonna announce it here. What? All right. I'm excited. I'm excited. I, I, I've been trying it for like two weeks, and it's oh. an online therapy thing. Ooh. Uh-huh. It's called betterhelp.com. I sent uh-huh. you a link before. You did, yeah. But I'm willing, I'm willing for your birthday to pay for the first couple months so you can join and you could and do therapy. I did it. Uh-huh. And uh, he never's already skeptical. His face is, or you can yeah. tell by his <laughs> eyes, he's like, this is bullshit. <laughs> <laughs> so you've been doing therapy, Kirk? Well, I've been talking with like Ross Juan and a couple homies. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. And I mean, I'm not, you know, I think we all see therapy in a different way, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. I've never had anything with therapy. I just never, it was never something like, I feel like your parents have to introduce it to you or like a loved one has to introduce it to you, right? For yes. you to get into it. Mm-hmm. Uh, no one's ever really done that, even though my sister has told me like, you know, she, she, my sister's definitely into it. She's all about like mental wellness and mm-hmm. physical wellness. She was a therapist as well, physical therapist as well. But um, yeah, so I tried BetterHelp.com. I found it on another podcast. Everyone was saying that I looked like Bobby Lee at one point, mm-hmm. and I learned it from Bobby Lee's podcast, Tiger Belly. Mm-hmm. It was like one of his ads. So I was like, you know what? Let me try it. And yeah. I, it was all from a conversation I had with Ross One, who basically said, when you start you know, nearing your 40s or like, you know, turning 40, mm-hmm. you know, there's a lot of damage. Well, not a lot of damage, but there's basically, you know, there's a lot of uh, stuff you hold on Build to. Up, bottled up. There's exactly. a lot of shit that's bottled up. You know what I'm saying? A lot uh-huh. of miles in your car right now. Yeah, yeah, exactly. You need there's a, a lot, of, And you I, need a, I need a mental tune-up. Right, right. You know what I'm saying? Because yeah. there's, there's probably bad habits that I'm aware of, but I don't really know how to approach them. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. And then there's all these little things, you know? Mm-hmm. But anyway, I've had two sessions online, and th- this BetterHelp thing, they should sponsor us. I should hit them up. I oh, thought yeah. you were going to end with a sponsorship code. At the end of this, I was like, yes, <laughs> that's got it. Yeah. That's incredible that you, t- that you took that stuff. It's good, though, therapy. because it's, a, it's in an app. You could download the app, right? Uh-huh. And 
you basically go through a questionnaire and they tell you, they ask you like, yo, do you suffer from this? How do you feel about this? Do you have trouble sleeping? Do you have this? Do you have this? Do you have this? And they break it down. Right. Mm -hmm. And then they pair you up with like a therapist. Mm -hmm. And my therapist was this chick. She's like, you know, probably in her 40s or close to 50s. or I don't know what the fuck she is. Uh But she's like got a country accent. She talks like this. She's like, well, you need to think about what you're doing. So like I had that. (laughs) So automatically from me being from New York, I kind of recoiled when that was my first therapist. So you know what I'm saying? Because in New York, we have this like, I don't know. We have this judgmental thing about country accents. Yeah. Like, if you ever go to a doctor, you don't want the doctor to be like, well, that thing inside of you look kind of fucked up. We're going to have to do surgery now. <laughs> I think that's just a funny accent. <laughs> so, what, are you guys uh, chatting live? Or how does it work? So, we there's a, there's a video session. You can choose a phone session, a uh-huh. video session, or like um, a written session. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Like a chat session, uh-huh. right? Um, I chose a video session. But there's a journal and there's uh, there's a chat there's a message chat room with her and there's a journal that she's able to read, the therapist. Mm-hmm. So I could keep a journal on like, yo, you know, today I, I really, had a, really had a bad day. This happened, this happened. Or I got into an argument with a friend and this friend continually does this. You know, is this healthy? And then she'll ask questions and shit because like, I'll ask her certain things like, yo, like I have maybe like, you know, Cypher Sounds has talked about his relationship with food. Uh I'll I'll talk about my relationship with food because it it affects me because when I don't sleep and I'm working a lot, I tend to eat more. Uh Yeah. So Mm -hmm. the busier I am, the more I gain weight. Mm -hmm. Right. If that makes any sense. Yeah. yeah. Mm -hmm. So then my relationship with food changes, you know what I'm saying? But anyway, it's this whole thing and I talk to her about all of these things, but I can keep a journal and I could talk to her and then every... And what's good about it is that every week when we have our video session, I'm not spending the hour with her catching up on what happened because she's already seeing it from the journal, my journal the entries, and my yeah. entries. Does uh-huh. that make sense? Yeah. yeah. So then you can kind of get to the root of what the problem may be that you're having. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? So like I'll talk to her about certain things like, you know, ah oh man, we, we actually had a really good uh, session. The, I, the first week I was like, eh, whatever, this is just talking with this motherfucker, right? But I was like, this is yeah. the first week, so I got skeptical. I got to like give it at least a month, right? Yeah. yeah. So the second session, which was last week, was really good because we came to this point where she asked me a question. She's like, "You sound like you're a little lost," because I kept saying like, "Yo, there's things I want to do. I want to do this. I want to do this. I want to do this," but I'm not motivated to do this. Da 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 da. And I was like, you know, talking, and she was just like, you know, it seems like you're trying to find your why. And I was like, yo, I think you're right. Like, why? You know, we get to a certain point where we're young, where we have goals. Uh-huh. And she was, and I'm trying to think, what was my goals earlier? Right. And honestly, my generation, and never, you might be able to agree with me, right? Our goals are not the goals of these young kids right now. These, these young kids want to be superstars, It's right? totally different now. Yeah. Yeah. Like, these young kids want to be superstars. Like, I never in my mind, right mind thought I would be, maybe I thought I'd be a superstar. But after a while, you realize you kind of just want to make money uh, doing what you want, yeah, right? yeah because that was unheard of, right? Mm-hmm. Like yeah. you, you want to make money being creative, or or with do, like doing expressing yourself in a creative yeah. way, right? Yeah, because it was unheard of, right? Yeah, like it was t- like a long shot. It was yeah. Like, yeah, like telling your parents, like, yo, I want to, you know, I want to be a DJ. They fucking lose their mind. They're like, yo, yeah. yeah. My yeah. mom couldn't fathom. She's <laughs> like, what? 
what kind of loser shit is that? Yeah, because <laughs> yeah, there was no evidence of people doing it before us. No. And it wasn't until I started paying her rent and sending her money. She was like, oh, shit. Like, I yeah. guess it worked out. <laughs> she to, yeah, so like, she used to hang out with her, like, her old friends, her gossipy friends. Uh-huh. They were like, what's your son's doing? What's your son doing? She'd be like, oh, you know, he's, he's working. But then <laughs> when, I start, when I started paying rent and giving her money from my DJ, she's like, oh, my son's a DJ. Yeah. He just paid my rent and he bought me this and he gives me money. And they're like, oh, you know, they're like all bragging about their kids and shit. Yeah. And that's when she was like able to be like, oh, this is not bad. Like, you know. Yeah. I mean, I, I told you this story before. When I quit my job at housing, my family thought I was crazy. They was like, you, had, you have good benefits and yeah. you fucking going to leave that job just to try DJing. Mm-hmm. And I never told you this story. Um, that week after I quit my job at housing, I was working at Jet 19 yeah. at the time. Mm-hmm. It was a Friday night. And my mother came to the venue, her, my sisters, and my cousins. What? They came to check me out to see, yo, all right, he's quitting his job. What's just, what's going on here? What's, what's going on in the clubs and shit for him to do this? Mm-hmm. So they came visiting me. The funny thing is that night they came to see me. The club was empty. Oh, wow. <laughs> <laughs> there was like nobody there. You know what? And the funny, I was thinking about that night. Why Why was it empty though? It was a Friday night. It was summertime. There was no promoters. It was when everyone's going to the Hamptons? Was that? It was that. Exactly yeah, yeah. that. So it was funny that night I DJ, Harrison Ford came to the spot and uh-huh. was hanging out at the bar. <laughs> God wow. damn it. And he was getting drunk. And then after he left, then my family came, whatever. And there was like hardly nobody in the spot. And I felt embarrassed. I'm just like, oh, man. They, I know they're going to talk yeah. shit about me. And I was like, kind of upset. So they left and shit. So I was just like, damn. I only had like a few people in the venue. Mm-hmm. Then out of nowhere, Jazzy Jeff comes into the spot. Oh, shit. Sure. Him and his boy. And I didn't even realize he was there. And I was just like fucking trying to have fun with the little people that was there. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Jazzy Jeff came to the DJ booth afterwards. And he was just like, yo, man. You're doing a great job, man. Keep doing your thing, man. Nice. Damn. Respect. And I was like, nice. wow. Yeah, Respect and, and your family didn't get to see that. They didn't see that. No. <laughs> <laughs> they, they saw uh, Han Solo though, but they didn't see, they didn't see your, your family was like that. Was like basically you. You were like that frog with that would only be able to sing and dance in front of that one dude. <laughs> you know the fraud there. Hello, my baby. Hello, my darling. So Harrison Ford was there, and then he left, and then they came. Yeah. So they didn't even get to see Harrison. They Ford. They didn't even see Harrison Ford. No. Then they leave, and then Jazzy Jeff comes over there and gives you props. Yeah. That's <laughs> that's a great story. And then after he left, it was like, all right, maybe, maybe I did do the, a good thing. Yeah. But then the next week. I got five from ten nineteen. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, so then were you like panicking? Were you like not really? For some reason, I wasn't panicking. But it was like, yeah, they got promoters. Then promoters bringing in their DJ. Yeah, you know how it goes in New York. It's like you lose a gig, and then like two weeks later, you get another gig. Right, right. So I wasn't really stressed out about it. You just got to go out and, and be seen in exactly. other parties, and the motherfuckers be like, "Oh, you're not a Jet Nineteen no more." And be like, "No," nah. be like, "Yo, let's have you come exactly, over here." Exactly. Yeah. yeah. So yeah. So it worked out. Yeah. But it's yeah, one of those things you, you try to tell your, your family later, like when you met them up for like Sunday dinner, you were like, Harrison Ford was there before y'all though. I don't even think I mentioned <laughs> no? it. Yeah, no. <laughs> and then Jazzy Jeff came in right after you guys. <laughs> like, and, yeah, like, sure never. Uh, yeah, okay. Sure never. Yeah, right. No but, social media to show off. <laughs> <laughs> where the videos, where the pictures. See, that's another thing. There was no social no, media for us to like exactly, prove anything man. that we were doing. Yeah, right? Yeah. So even if we had a dope party, I couldn't show my mom, yo, look at, Look at this party. Yeah, exactly. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. But uh, anyway, back to the therapy shit. Yeah. We grow up and our main goal, right? Mm-hmm. Our motivation is to make money yeah. from what we're doing. 
Mm-hmm. And she was basically saying, like, you've made your money. You're making money. Yeah. So now after, you know, coming up to like 40 years, you need a new goal. Mm-hmm. And I was like, oh, you're right. Because I'm not motivated by money anymore. Does that make sense? Yeah. You, I mean, you expressed yeah. that a few times. Yeah, like I'm year. not motivated by money. So mm-hmm. that was a, a, like a motivating factor before. Yeah. But it's not anymore. So now I got to find my new why. Does that make sense? Yeah, yeah, that's good. Yeah, it does. But I didn't realize that. Mm-hmm. that is that, is that, that why you would, would build frustration over the same, trying to like rebirth that same goal again and again to make money? That's why the frustration was sitting or I don't understand your question. Never mind. Say, ask it out. again. No, let's get to it. Let's get to it. Okay. Yeah. So what I'm saying, um, you're kind of like just, <laughs> I'm fucking, you, you fuck me up. Like, no, no. Find your why. Find okay? your why. <laughs> okay. Got it. So you keep chipping away at the same goal, right? But since you already conquered that goal, there's no more to chip away. Well, so I that's why yeah. you would get frustrated because you would not get more gold from that. Put, say, it, put it this way. That mine. Or I'm at a certain place where I could do, you know, I'm not trying to brag. But Talk I'm, your shit. <laughs> no, no, no. But I'm confident that if I go, if I stop DJing and I focused on. A new why. Yeah, if I focused on writing a script or if I focused on making clothes, if I focused on marketing, consulting or design consulting, if I focused on video, if I focused on whatever, mm. I know I could turn it into something that I can survive off of. Does that make sense? Yeah. yeah. That would generate money. Exactly. Mm-hmm. So now it really comes to I have all of these. I'm in a fork in the road and mm-hmm. I really need to pick which road I want to go on. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. So the whole thing is, what is driving me to accomplish this shit besides the money? Does that make sense? Yeah. yeah. And, that, that it, you know, like, we all need a goal. Mm-hmm. It's kind of like Jordan, yo. But I'm not Jordan. I'm not saying I'm You're Jordan. You're Jordan, no. bro. I'm not Jordan. You're Jordan. But Believe you understand, yourself. he got to a certain point where... <laughs> yo, he's no, going he, through therapy. He can't be knocking my guy no, down. No, 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 but, yeah. yo, you got to... You gotta, you, yo, fuck y'all, number <laughs> yeah. one. He's like, you I'm like, no, you're Jordan. No, nah, fuck y'all, number one. So, like... So put it this way, you know, Jordan, after winning the championships, proving a lot of shit, right? He mm-hmm. reached his goals, right? but it didn't motivate him sometimes, mm-hmm. right? So his goals became, that motherfucker talk shit to him, so I got to prove him wrong, right? Yeah, and then he, he went he off, found he had any, to create scenarios exactly. in order to, He had yeah. to find scenarios, and I find myself, that happening to me, that was, that's what motivates me now, but it's reactive. Does that make sense? Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. It's, I have no control over it. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. So it's not a healthy way to motivate myself. Does that make sense? Because yeah. it's reactive. It's reacting to the world. Right. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You get it? Yeah. And I shouldn't let the world affect me like that. I should have control over whatever the fuck I'm doing. Mm-hmm. That's why I have to find my why. Yeah. So I was, I was like, yo, this is really good. Because <laughs> I would have never figured that shit out on my own. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So I was like, all right, you country, country accent motherfuckers. <laughs> so I was really happy about that. Because it's something now that I, can, I have a purpose that I have to... Well, I think fine. I think that's dope because I feel like right now with the pandemic, I think people are forced to figure out their why maybe a lot sooner mm-hmm. than they would have had to right. at any other yeah. point in their lives, even in their twenties or thirties. Because if you're in this industry, everything came to a halt, and you might have to reevaluate some things. Yeah, and look in the mirror and be like, "Shit, like, okay, if this never gets back to normal, what's mm-hmm. next? Mm-hmm. Or what's going to be my goal moving forward?" Yeah, and you know, I've even had to look in the mirror at that, like, yeah. If shit doesn't get back to normal, what's my next step? Or how can I reinvent myself to do something else that I love? You know, mm-hmm. it's, it's, it's a mm-hmm. tough question to answer. Yeah. I, I honestly think, like, you know, 
especially never with you, right? Hitting mm-hmm. the big 5-0. Yeah. You know, there's probably things that you don't realize there are obstacles in front of you. Mm-hmm. Just because we're so used to walking around or climbing the obstacle, like not even climbing. We're so used to walking around these obstacles. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It's like when you have, um, I don't know. It's like when you have an ailment, instead of going to the doctor, you just kind of deal with the ailment. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah, and then after a while, you just get used to walking on a fucked up leg, right? Mm-hmm. And that's yeah. just, and then before you know it, you got a fucked up leg, you got a fucked up elbow, and you just like you're not you're not running at one hundred percent. Look at me you know? with my fucking hemorrhoids, bro. I'm yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I literally, years, I literally figured out how to survive with an extreme case of hemorrhoids. Yeah, and, and I was worked, I was completely fine until I had that breakdown that day where mm-hmm. I just couldn't take the pain anymore. Like, I couldn't can't take come in for recording, guys. <laughs> yeah, like I fucking was at that limit, bro. I like how open you are talking about your hemorrhoids. Yeah. So whenever we say that D is not here because he's getting his ass fixed, it he's probably not getting his ass I'm fixed now. But this is an ongoing joke. Because your ass is fixed, right? Yeah. Is it? It got You're fixed. Really fine. Yeah, it got fixed. Do you have like a little hemorrhoid? Nah. No? They gave me medication and they, I had to chill out on the weights for a while. Uh-huh. Are, you, are you still uh-huh. on medication? No, no, no. It only lasted for about three months. I think D should. As you, D, you're getting close to forty, right? Yeah. I think you should move towards like yoga. Yeah, that's, I've never tried yoga in my life, mm-hmm. it's and I've hard. really been wanting to yeah. because I heard it just the, the stretching and what it does for your muscles. Yeah. is so good. I think you're hurting yourself because you're you're still trying to you're, thinking, you're trying to yeah. like work out and play like you were in your twenties. Yeah, and I physically feel like I can, but. When I the the after effects of it yeah. is what's different. Like, I think mentally you think you can. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Physically, your knees start telling, "Hey, but yeah, it's, <laughs> sit it's, down." It's different. Like yeah. I to, I've, I've noticed, I had to take care of my body different too. Like even just what I eat and putting my body. Have you changed your diet? Yeah, I mean, I, I really, really don't really eat too much red meat anymore. Mm-hmm. Every once in a while, I have a burger just because I feel like why not? Like I'm gonna eat a burger and maybe mm-hmm. just to keep my immune system honest. But I definitely don't eat meat. Any kind of meat for breakfast anymore? Did yeah, you, did you I cut actually, out those I've cut that out also. Yeah, no meats. No meats in, in the morning. No meat. I do oatmeal, fruit, eggs. I do like, like veg. I've been doing yeah. vegetable eggs. Yeah. Eggs and, and veg, maybe a lot of veggies in it. dinner time. I might do some sort of meat, a chicken or turkey or whatever, lamb. But I definitely had to change that because I noticed my energy level was different yeah. when I eat red meat. Like my sleep was a little off. Mm-hmm. I didn't wake up feeling like like fresh like I still wake up feeling tired yeah Mm -hmm. it's little things that I noticed that I'm starting you know hit that 40 mark you start to notice well I mean betterhelp.com man if never I got I got your first couple months I might have tried a couple of months yeah Jesus Christ I'll get you two months Yeah. I, I think know, you should commit black, to it for two months. Black people don't do therapy. Yeah, because it's kind of like, <laughs> I don't think it's black people. Deep, just, right? Am I, no, you know what's crazy? I actually did therapy really, really young because I was- I think you I was talked going, about this before. I had like a lot of traumatic shit happen in my life. And my aunt, my grandmother's sister, she took me because she was worried about me. And she was like, I just want you to just talk to someone that's not family just to make sure I have a question. Okay. Yeah. Did, was there like therapists in your neighborhood? She took me to one. Um, this was- Maybe a little bit outside of our neighborhood, right mm-hmm. around U- where USC's campus is. Okay. Mm-hmm. There was a therapist that she had a relationship with, I believe, from our church. Okay. And she took me to her, and she kind of, like, just evaluated me. It wasn't, like, she didn't dive into my life too much. She how how me, young were you? 
I was probably like 12 or 13. Okay. I yeah. thought you were like, she was giving you tests, like putting like cir- <laughs> circles and square boxes and shit. <laughs> no. She was like asking me like, that's not therapy, man. That's not therapy. That's like cognitive testing. She was like, <laughs> you're fucking dumb. <laughs> it's like, find the right color. Oh, yeah. <laughs> you're fucking dumb. Yeah, well, no, it was like she... Warshock testing, right? She yeah. was sending you like the, what, what was that? The, Get uh, out the maze. <laughs> the, the paint block shit right she was showing yeah. you that like what do you see here oh like oh like the uh what does <laughs> this, what this picture mean to you yeah, yeah warshot right yeah, yeah. no nah, it was more so like general conversation i think she just was trying to see where my head is at yeah like she was talking about just life and like and were you were you being tough were you like nah nah i was so so no 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 i was because the wood because i was real like open that? to it yeah she was like oh what do you want to do well what do you do you want to go to college do you have a favorite subject in school mm-hmm. Uh, do you like to play sports? Like it was just very basic conversation. I yeah. think based off my answers is kind of how she figured out where I was mentally. But it was cool. I honestly had never done anything like that, and it wasn't bad. And looking back on it, I think it kind of was helpful for me at that time in my life. When you became a DJ, were your parents uh, supportive? Oh yeah, they yeah. were super supportive. Because right. I guess in what in basically when you were growing up, they they saw that as a potential for making money, right? Not even that, but I think. Like, my grandfather was involved in music. Yeah. His brothers, right. his best friends, they were all involved in some mm-hmm. sort of entertainment music. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So when okay. I started, they were like, yeah, okay. Yeah, it has to do with that. Yeah. Like, it's okay because we we know it's something you have to love to but that, do. But that's why, like, my parent, my mom, and probably Neva's parents were and family were so concerned when we wanted to be DJs because they they thought it was just going to be a hopeless road of, like, exactly. being broke, mm-hmm. yeah. maybe being around drugs no. and doing crazy shit. Yeah. yeah. I yeah. think my parents was concerned I wasn't going to make no money DJing. Yeah, yeah. Especially yeah. going to that empty ass club. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Like, yeah, support, <laughs> sure. Now my my parents were mad supportive, but it kind of has to stem with the music shit because my mom was a singer. Yeah, so that's why your I mom thought. was a singer. For yeah, real? damn, that's dope. She used to tour in Mexico. But uh, but you're not a DJ yet. So no, not DJ. <laughs> I was becoming one Damn, of them. Man. Why you say? Why you put it like that? I'm a fucking touch of country a, ass therapist. Over he's there. a sneaker reseller at this point. Yeah, right now I'm yeah. getting by. I'm a podcaster and I like sneakers. He's a podcaster so. before he's a DJ. Yeah, <laughs> I'll put it that way. He's almost he's almost to the DJ shit. I was at the DJ so, shit, but then just you was, you was you was never in a DJ shit. Yeah, yeah. You I will was, be one day, though. I like how he gives. <laughs> <laughs> fuck you, <laughs> suck a dick. So, so quickie, you know what? I, I'm not. I don't know if I'm gonna. Ch- I mean, I'm gonna try it. I'm gonna see. What, what is you, your apprehension? I don't know. I just don't. I don't know. Why? I'm What's gonna, your apprehension? I'm gonna, I'm gonna give it a try. Okay. I think I'll do, I'll what is your apprehension? You like the way you I'm are. I'm just not used to like you, but telling you like my problems to people I don't know. Because, yeah. but yeah. you have to be honest though. You can't yeah. like you can't make shit up. Of course not. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. Yeah. I think as a minority, you just built to be kind of strong in the outside, yeah, so it's kind of hard to be vulnerable. A little exactly. Bit. Yeah. What What year were you born? Um, 1970. 1970. Yeah. And then what year? So that means in Chinese New Year, you're the year of the. I don't know. That's you. That's no offense, but that's your lane. <laughs> oh. <laughs> okay, you so you're the year of handy. the dog. Is that good or bad? Huh? Is that good or bad? I don't know what it is. 1970. I'm the year of the snake. <laughs> that sounds bad. <laughs> Same too. I'm the, the year of the snake. Too. Also, man. I'm the year of the snake. I right, basically uh, year of the dog. Yeah, J- I mean D, you're a year of the dog too. Yeah. Oh shit! You guys so. are loyal, honest, but not good at communication. That <laughs> no, is, D. That is, yeah, D. That is, that is me. D. That's you, motherfucker. 
Dogs are loyal and honest, amiable and kind, cautious and prudent due to having a strong sense of loyalty and sincerity. Dogs will do everything for the person who they think is most important. Uh, as dogs are not good at communication, it is difficult for them to convey their thoughts to others. Therefore, dogs tend to leave others with the impression that they have a stubborn personality. <laughs> oh, <laughs> never. No, I don't want to do therapy. That's, that's D2. D's very fucking stubborn. <laughs> D's more apt to trying new things, though. Kind of, yeah. but he still, right? he has a, like a hard exterior. He won't let nobody in. D's yeah. just, uh, yeah. You ever heard D tell you like a pretty sad or breaking story? He laughs at it. Yeah. And then he'll tell you. He'll be like, ha, ha, ha. Guess what? So-and-so got COVID. I'm like, dog, that's not to laugh. Like, he does yeah, the laughing to But mask. laughter is my, my way of... Uh, the defense like, mechanism. To cope, my, coping cope mechanism. my nervousness. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. It's <laughs> like, I'll get in, like, arguments, and then I'll, like, crack a smile or something. Right. People get so upset, like, we're fucking arguing. Right, right. I got a really close <laughs> friend of mine, Philippe. He's the same way. Yeah. So if we had Trust arguments, he'd be smiling and laughing. But it's like a nervous shit. Yeah, exactly. So that's really a bad, uh, that's really bad to have if you go to court. You know what I'm yeah, saying? And then yeah. the judge is talking to you. Mm -hmm. Yeah, hopefully I'll never. Like, did you learn your lesson? You like <laughs> laughing and shit? They're like, all right, well, we're going to extend the fucking, you know what I'm saying? No, that actually did happen to me. That did? <laughs> I have a story. I, I was speeding. I think this was like 2009. And I was like on the freeway on, on the 110. Mm -hmm. And I was just, I don't know why I was driving so fast. Right. I think I had a chick with me and she was like, go faster. And I was like, oh, okay. <laughs> I, I think I was doing like 110 and then I pulled into like. That didn't sound like a chick, by the way. Oh. <laughs> what, kind of a, what kind of a toxic <laughs> ass female are you with? Is she telling you to drive faster? Have you ever been with a chick that wanted you to drive faster? Yeah, one time. Yeah. And then, and maybe, just one though. Just me, one. Me never, never experienced <laughs> that. never experienced that one, yeah. You ever had an Uber driver that drove fast? <laughs> and then so like, uh, I pulled into like the Jack in the Box parking lot. Yeah. And then the cop pulled in behind me and mm -hmm. he was like, yo, if you hadn't stopped for Jack in the Box, I wouldn't have called you. But since you stopped, you made it easy on me. Oh shit! So he Damn, literally he told you. gave me a ticket. He was like, "By law, I should take you to jail because you're going over 100 miles an hour." Whoa. But I'm not because you seem like a decent guy. You don't have a record, so mm -hmm. I'm gonna get let you just go home. I was like, "Cool." I think you're tough. And then literally a month later, I had to go to court, and then the judge was like, "I don't know if the judge is having a bad day, but even the bailiff was like, "Whoa!" Like that judge really came down on you. He gave me like I think six months suspended license. Mm -hmm. and he wanted to put me in jail but the lady the like public defender lady was like yo he has no priors he's right. not any kind of a risk like you don't have to give him any jail time mm -hmm. and then the jail was just like okay you know what that's kind of fair and I was so nervous I just kind of cracked a laugh yeah mm -hmm. and he was like you know what I don't think you've learned your lesson yeah <laughs> he was like I'm gonna I'm gonna extend your suspended license for a whole year <laughs> yeah and the whole courtroom was like ooh like the comments <laughs> <laughs> And I was like, fuck. Like, and he was like, you think this is a game? And I was like, no, like, I really don't. Like, I apologize if I, if I smirked, but I take, I'm taking this very serious. But just my little laughter yeah. threw him off, and he thought I was just trying to, like, embarrass him in the courtroom. And he yeah. gave me a full year suspended license. That's something you can talk about at BetterHelp.com. <laughs> Never, yeah. but I want to know your apprehension. What is it? No, I'm, you're, like you're, said, are I'm, you scared to, you think you're, you like who you are right now? I, I love who I am right now. Uh -huh. <laughs> I mean, I could, I could definitely... <laughs> Every, everybody can use improvements too. no but I don't think, but, I, but like I said it doesn't come from him not wanting to try it's just he's not used to something so it's gonna be kind of hard to do that for him so yeah so just you know, talk it, to somebody it really just comes to talking you have to be honest vulnerable you'll, you'll be surprised at what conversations break you down but mm -hmm. give you more insight as to why you do the things you do mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. do you understand what I'm saying 
Because shit could be stemming back to your childhood yeah. type of shit. And one thing I noticed, Neville, that it may be since we're both the year of the dog, it might have some correlation. But <laughs> I found it easier for me to talk to people that don't know me mm-hmm. because I tend to try to protect the people that I love. I try to protect their feelings. So yeah. I don't talk to them as freely as I probably could. Like, I never want to call my mother and tell her my problems because I don't, I don't want her to have anything Stressed to worry with, mm-hmm. about with me. Yeah. yeah. So with someone that's completely oblivious of your life and just a, a clean slate and they don't know you personally, yeah. it just, for me, it, it just feels better and I can speak to them way freely more than I can to someone that yeah. knows me. I mean, it's, yeah. a, it's a, something, look. Like I said, I'll give it a try. He's do it, try. Do it for a month. Mm-hmm. I'll pay for the first month. All right? And it's not, look, it's not like, I'm, it's like crazy cheap or expensive or anything. It's like, and it's really affordable. It is affordable. Yeah, it is. Because a regular, a regular. I like how ther- Jamie's like, yeah. No, I'm seeing right now. No, I have it pulled up. I'm like, yeah, you got it. He got you now. It's like Whatever. a regular therapy session is probably like 150 an hour to 200. This yeah. is like $50 an hour. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then like, you can discount it to like 40 or something. I don't know. Shangdu is more expensive. Yeah, Chengdu. How about if I tell you just give me the money and you could <laughs> hold on? You buy something. I'm joking. I'm joking. But no, like I said before, I'll give it a try. I'll see what's up. I think you actually. I, I see what it's I about. actually think your apprehension means more that you should be trying this. Does that make sense? Then I said I'm gonna give it a try. <laughs> see, look at that attitude. Look at that. Yeah, I'm just saying. Okay, I'm very, gonna give it a try. Look at him. Like, he's already getting. I'm, he's already getting upset about how it. How many times I'm gonna say, yeah, I'm down to do it. All right. He's well, gonna give it a go. All right, we'll see what's up. Yeah, next like week. Next week will a, be the first you, week. Are we already, we, I mean, the audience already sees that you have things to work on. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. By the way, I'm, I'm, obviously, <laughs> some things you got to work on already, man. You know, we, 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 we might need to holler at them and get, get our man. own discount code. Cracking. You know, I feel he, like never's never's like a door. You know, like a, you ever seen backdraft? Yeah. You know, you ever seen when the when the smoke coming in and out of the door? Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh shit! If we open that door, <laughs> backdraft. <laughs> Some flames might fly out, yo. Yeah. <laughs> look at him. Look at him. Yeah. He's getting mad already. Oh, shit. <laughs> look Let at me, the candle in front of him. Just keeps flickering more. <laughs> Let me call better help right now. <laughs> call the country. By the way, I want to give you props, though, Kirk. That took a lot of, for you to start therapy and stuff like that. So uh, I'm not, yeah. I don't really, I know I have a lot of issues. Yeah. So I'd rather just, uh, I'd rather tackle the issues head on. And I, I just really want the solutions. Yeah. So I don't want to, but in my case, I do want to delve on the problems and, and I've been so curious about raising kids because I've, I've been seeing how raising a kid, I mean, we all, we, you know, our childhood shapes us, are, our yeah. adulthood, right? Who yeah, we, are, we become yes. as adults. So I've been really curious about the process of all of that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, like, uh, you know, from, from uh, what do you call it? From kids who are abused or molested mm-hmm. or, and how that, how that changes them as they grow older. Yeah. And I don't think we talk about that enough as a society because we, we, we tend to like, I don't know, right now we don't tend to like really look at the problems. We just tend to like attack and really just like victimize ourselves and people and attack and make everyone a predator yeah. and evil and shit. Like motherfuckers are evil, like this whole cancel culture. And I think we really need to become a society that delves a little bit deeper into what caused this. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? The root. Yeah, what's the root to this? Why why is this motherfucker shooting chicks? Mm-hmm. Why is this motherfucker drugging motherfuckers and raping them? Yeah. Why is this why is this where did that stem from? Do you mm-hmm. understand? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because all that comes down to education and learning how to parent. Yeah, so yeah. all of these things that we're learning, like you said, education of food, health, 
right? Mm-hmm. Um, you know, all of these things, they, they come after over time, right? Yeah. Because when we all grew up, right, we all grew up that eggs, bread, was, you know what I'm saying? Milk. And milk was a part of our breakfast. And oh, now yeah. we learned that that's the horrible breakfast. Yeah. <laughs> so just think the... about what we're going to learn as a society about parenting. Mm-hmm. Because no one's ever addressed that ever, right? No. And it's weird because a lot of my friends that I speak to in parenting, they don't really parent. They don't teach their kids anything outside of school. And I'm just, I've been talk, having conversations with them just because the schools have been like closed and there's been a lot of remote learning uh-huh. and he, and my friends some of them are really frustrated and some of them aren't frustrated yeah but it really comes down to a lot of the friends that I have who have kids mm-hmm. they don't teach their kids shit yeah they really put it on the school system to teach their kids everything yeah, yeah. so one of them has one of my friends has like a three-year-old a four-year-old and a five-year-old right and they haven't been in school and I'm like so have you been teaching them shit and be like no yeah. They haven't. They just haven't been learning at all. I'm like, they haven't been learning nothing. And that's such a vital age. Yeah, like the three. None of them like, like. They, and she and I was like, yo, you you, you got to teach them motherfucking shit. Yeah. So then he finally started like teaching them ABCs and shit. They didn't know that shit. Mm-hmm. And I'm yeah. like, yo, they didn't learn that. Like, I just think it's crazy, yo. No, it is. Yeah, it is. So I think there's a whole miseducation on parenting, mm-hmm. and I think in the next twenty to thirty years, hopefully, there's going to be more information about what not to do and what to do and all of that other shit. Yeah. And I think that's going to affect, honestly, a lot of the other things later on in life. Yeah. Because a lot of, there's a lot of people misparenting their kids. Yeah. Yeah, It sucks. They are misparenting and then a lot of people take it personal when you try to tell them about how to parent their kid. Mm -hmm. So it's almost like you want to help them, but if they don't want to help their own kids because they don't want to, they want to do it their way. Right. You know what I mean? Like, what do you say to that? Mm-hmm. But it's like, you, you have to be objective, especially in this time. Like, there's no schools. A lot of the learning relies on the household, mm-hmm. whether it's a single parent, whatever. Like, instead of just turning, like, their iPad on so they can watch cartoons, like, you can be teaching them constructive shit. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like, ABCs, whatever. Like, their arithmetic, all them, like, basic things that you can be hands-on with. You don't have to rely on the school system for. But it's also this, too, because I think about this all the time. You guys can agree or disagree with me, mm-hmm. right? You know, like, if you come from a, a working-class family who has a worker mentality, right? A mm-hmm. working mentality. Mm-hmm. A worker is dependent on their company to instill policy, procedures, instructions, and all of this shit, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. A person who owns a business has to figure that out from scratch, does mm-hmm. that make sense? Yeah. They have to be problem solving and everything. A person, we've, the way we've trained workers, we've trained workers to be really incapable of free thinking on their own, mm-hmm. right? They got to talk to management. Management has to talk to the VPs and VPs have to talk to the CEOs. And it becomes this long ass process where no one can really problem solve on their own anymore. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So then you're, you have a bunch of people who are working who don't, who aren't trained and necessarily... Um, fluent and just problem solving. Yeah. Does that make sense? Mm-hmm. And those people, you know, end up raising a bunch of kids who, who are the same way. Yeah. Who yeah. have a worker's mentality of like, hey, if I work for the company, what are y'all going to do for me? Mm-hmm. And that's really exactly. not how, work, how life works. Yeah. Exactly. You understand? Which is why you get a bunch of motherfuckers who work for companies for 15 years. They get phased out and they don't know what the fuck to do. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And that's and that's a major problem. It's that's in parenting, that's in training, that's in everything. However, like especially how motherfuckers are trained the work, training the workforce right now, a lot of that shit is really fucked up. Yeah. Mm-hmm. 
You know what I mean? It's really dependent on management and all of this other shit to make the decisions. Yeah. Yeah. And at some point, you really got to, I don't know. I don't know. We can go into this forever, but. Yeah, I was going to say, I never really correlated it to all those different aspects, but you're right. Like, it, it really does bleed over into all those. Put it this shit, way. You know what I mean? If you, have, if you raise a kid right now, right? Mm-hmm. Are you going to have more experience as, as a worker or as someone who has created their own business on their own? Yeah, I would definitely have a more experience. As so a then what do you think your kid's going to absorb? Yeah. Worker. More of an entrepreneurial spirit, more information on that shit. So they're more likely to start their own business. Does mm-hmm. that make sense? Yeah. It's the same thing, man. Mm-hmm. And that's what you pass down. Mm-hmm. If you've been working at a steel mill for 30 years, what are you going to pass down to your kid? That assembly line yeah. <laughs> like type what mentality. Are you gonna, well, well, that depends years. because that's the whole thing is that people who work like that, that was at the time, that was kind of like, yo, that was hard work. Mm-hmm. It's commendable. Honest. You're taking care of your family, yeah. right? Mm-hmm. But you're dependent on the school to raise your kids because you're not around and you're so right. tired at night mm-hmm. that you're not going to think, let's do some extra work and let's... Can't help them with their homework. Exactly. Yeah. Well, you can, but it's just like, if you've been working at steel mill and it's physically exhausting, are you going to have that physical energy to really continue and be like, hey, son, let's... Hey, daughter, let's uh, let's do like... Cool. Let's, let's <laughs> do some... Throw the ball around or... Well, let's yeah. do some reading. Mm-hmm. You know, like, let me ask you some questions because the schools are just going to give you certain books, right? Right. Mm-hmm. Are they going to teach you about black history? No. So yeah. that's something you would want to teach your kid more about, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. You you need the time to do that. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And those are the things that we really need to think about is the education at home. Like all these young kids that don't know about the new music or the old music or classics or anything like that. The parents have to really think about what am I going to expose music to my kid? Mm-hmm. The younger you are, the less likely you're going to think I, I should expose my kid to Sade. You're just going to play whatever's popping on the radio at that time. Yeah. Right? That is true. And you're going to talk to your friends on speakerphone. Mm-hmm. You might curse. You might do all of these other things. You might talk about some crazy shit. Yeah. And your kid is there absorbing everything. Do you get what I'm saying? Yeah. So Speaking slow and steady, no one's really thinking about parenting and approaching parenting in a certain way. Yeah. But it's like, it's honestly like management where you're training phase one, phase two, phase three. I, no, you know, yeah, you, do time, you get what I'm the saying? Times are definitely different because I think about, like you said, like uh, in maybe like the 60s, the 50s, and the 60s, like the husband, the American dream was graduate high school. Right. Either you get a job, you go to the military. Right. Mm-hmm. Those are your two options, really. College mm-hmm. was kind of like maybe if you're an athlete or maybe if you if have a money. specialty career mm-hmm. like law or medicine. Mm-hmm. Other than that, you were going to get a job at a, a warehouse or like General Mills or Ford or. Right. And then get married and have kids. That was the American dream. Buy mm-hmm. a house and, re- and retire after 30 years. The American yep. dream's still different now. Yeah. <laughs> oh, way different. Yeah. Like, I don't know. These kids are growing up and they want to be resellers. They yeah. want to be YouTube, TikTok stars. Mm-hmm. You know, there was a recent video that was on Twitter about uh, a TikTok, uh, what was it? Like a TikTok influencer house uh-huh. where all of these, like these, these young, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. these young white people who are really good looking and in shape and they look beautiful. They're like beautiful specimens of... The human world. race. <laughs> yeah. You know what I'm saying? But it's like, what do they do? They literally, they're making no money, but they're putting on this they, facade. I don't, the facade that they're successful on social media. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And they've got sponsorships and all of this thing. And they're all helping each other with yoga videos and Shooting content, creating content, editing. more more content, creating content. But it's like, and you know what? It, it's one of those things where it's, it's not, where is it going? Yeah. You understand? And where's the substance? Because they're all just following, you know, there's like a reselling, right? Yeah. 
is that is reselling do most motherfuckers who start reselling right now does that come from a love of sneakers or just no, money, money. Or clout no right? it's, it's more so the money and the clout it's like there's no passion for it when even when i was doing it it was more so like the collective aspect of it and then you can resell trade up whatever the fuck but now it's like all those Travis Scott's are going for X amount. Like I was going to bring this up to you. Like the SB, the dunk SB, like yeah. that shit was cool. Mid two thousands. While there's cool concepts, the Homer Simpson and stuff like that. Yeah. But now it's coming back all because Kylie Jenner and Travis Scott are wearing it. And so the fucking SB market just blew the fuck up. Mm-hmm. Crazy, crazy, insanely. And it all has to do for the clout. For right. the picture, for the seller. Well, it has to do with, with money, right? Money because if Kylie right. and Travis Scott are wearing some shit, the value of it's going to go up. Yeah, yeah. it must right. be hot. So then that's when kids start learning about stuff. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So is that actually bad or is it good? Because they're actually going to learn. Well, it's good. it's good as an entrepreneur just to make money, but it's bad because it's like you don't know shit about shit. You're just jumping in for the money. There's no passion. There's no When you got into DJing, you had a passion for the DJing, and eventually you made the, the cheese, but... You didn't jump into the DJ to make the cheese. Like the the fame and the money wasn't. The I, I wasn't concern. the motivator. Yeah. The, the yeah. problem I have with influencers is is the the, on, the only issue I have with certain influencers, not all influencers, mm-hmm. is that they're good looking people with no direction. Mm-hmm. Yeah, pretty so much. So because they and then they follow trends. So if the trend is to be a fitness model, yeah, they're like, I'm good looking. I can be a fitness model. Oh, like maybe I can make some side money DJing. Mm-hmm. I like music, <laughs> so I'll DJ. Yeah. Oh, the TikTok's popping. I'll learn to dance and do it on TikTok. Mm-hmm. So it's not like they're actually fa- following a passion. They're literally just jumping. A lot. They're just following trends that their that their physical beauty allows them opportunities in. Does that make yeah, sense? Yeah. And really, they have no voice at all. You know, it's so you know what I'm weird because even I have a because they have, haven't really struggled and they really haven't fought for anything. You yeah. know, they've they've just like they're they're. They're so the, good looking that the opportunities just are just open land to them. On the table. Yeah, yeah. And I have they, a and they, and their their looks allow them to be mediocre. Yeah, and whatever they do, pretty much. Does that make you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like and that's very accurate. Like I literally have a, a new set of neighbors that moved in next to me. Yeah, and they have a daughter. I want to say she's probably like eight or nine. Mm-hmm. And one day we were like crossing paths, and then we had a conversation. The dad is a, a tattoo artist. Yeah, mm-hmm. I'm not sure what the mother does, but I just was like, hey, like I forgot the, the little girl's name. I was like, what do you want to be when you grow up? She's like, oh, I want to be a YouTuber. That mm-hmm. was the first thing she said. And yeah. I could tell she's a, sl- a really smart child. Yeah. But for her to say that that was the first thing that she wants to be when she grows up just threw me off. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I was like, in my mind, you're so smart. You have probably like endless opportunities and that's what you really want to be. Right. Like I wanted to be like, no, you can be fucking anything. You can be a doctor. I think if I was a parent, and I'm not disrespecting other parents out there, please don't find this disrespectful. Mm -hmm. No disrespect. No disrespect. But But I'm about to be disrespectful. (laughs) If I was a parent and my kid said they wanted to be a YouTuber, I would already think I failed. Really? Yes. Damn. Yeah, because that's not, we're not. I would already think I failed. Yeah. You, You feel me? Yeah. It's it's tough yeah. because and you could be like crooked. Why? No, I'm like, trying to. Understand. Why? Why? Be, they're making money on YouTube. Yeah. They're doing whatever, right? Yeah. There's no substance. But for me, no like, passion. I need a fucking my kid. I want them to be a dreamer. Yeah. And I want them to strive for something. You know what I'm saying? And then to be a YouTuber to me is uh, I don't I don't see the substance. Anybody can do it. I don't see the substance yeah. in hardly any YouTuber. Does that make sense? Yeah. Yeah. The thing that scares me about something like that is that's kind of admitting. You're willing to do whatever's hot to kind of make it. 
or you're willing to do whatever is hot and cool to kind of like be relevant like and that's what youtube is you're just doing things that are relevant mm-hmm. to keep up right but it, like you said it's not really a passion i just it's not I, really I've, any I've kind of a driven see, and you can thing, tell me like if i'm dream. wrong i don't know if there What's are it? youtubers out there with substance but it just seems that they're there's there's a very small one percent yeah maybe but it's not no there's yeah maybe the one percent but there's, there's there's really dope people out there that just use the platform to show whatever they're doing, yeah. what they're passionate about, but they're not necessarily YouTubers, right? Yeah, like uh, one of my one of my homies, he's a YouTuber, Timothy Delaghetto. Like he's been doing this shit for 14, 15 years, but that's always been his passion, creative. Uh, I don't, I don't consider him a YouTuber though. Not, but, but he because he's been doing it so long, and then he blew up out of that. Why? Right? Why isn't Timothy Delaghetto in more like TV and shit? Oh, he is. He's on MTV and he has a few things, but he is. Yeah, but the, yeah, he's on Wild and now he's on Wild and for like six seasons. I was, or something like I was that. having a conversation with with a motherfucker that was on YouTube, and they said they're not comfortable um, editing themselves or they're not comfortable working for a TV show or network or anything like that because mm-hmm. they're making of money doing YouTube. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and they feel like what they're presenting is raw and real. And if they go to TV, the TV will control the content and will edit it in a certain way and limit their potential. Does that well, make sense? Yeah, well, that comes down to what your passion was before you jumped on YouTube. Like Timothy Delaghetto, he had a passion for, for theater and arts and all that shit. So him being on TV, he has no problem being edited and filtered and all that shit mm-hmm. because that was a dream. Being an actor, you know you're going to get edited. You know you're going to get filtered a little bit. But showing what you can do it's what you know behind the camera that's a whole other shit but the YouTuber creatively being uh, limit I think that's on some new shit I think I, I think it's good that they're creating their content but yeah. I also think working for a network it might be bad because honestly if they're not gonna own the material that the, the network is pushing out that's a loss for them right yeah. but at the same time I also think it's good to work with other companies and people that might not be aligned with you, yeah, you're in because rooms. you just learn compromise, yeah, and compromise is a major thing, you know, and and it also brings the best out of you if you're talented. I agree. You know, if if someone kind of puts a, a wall in front of you, and you choose to see that as an obstacle or blocking you, that's one perspective. But another would be like, you know what? Let's climb this wall. Let me see if I could climb this wall and attack this shit, and like you know, turn it into something. Even more creative and more original that no mm-hmm. one has ever seen, mm-hmm. yeah. and innovate some shit. Yeah. yeah, and those are the things that really make greatness to me. Mm-hmm. And uh, you know, I don't know, man. I just honestly, I don't know how we got to this conversation. Why are we the, talking about Timothy Leggetto? Let's move forward. Let's go on to Las Vegas Labor Day weekend. Yeah, yeah. shit's yeah. been over. It's actually today's Labor Day. Yeah, yeah. Right? yeah. so Neva's yeah. birthday. They're still. <laughs> I, I took uh, I crossed over on the strip to get here, and it was still a lot of people out, like walking yeah. the strip. Weather is a little gloomy, but there's yeah. a lot of people out, man. It was kind of crazy. I was like, it's weird because I was uh, I was uh, kind of roaming around Las Vegas. Oh, you was in the streets. I was in the streets uh-huh. last yeah. on Saturday night. Yeah, and it was so packed. Yeah, that it was, was it was really busy, and I've honestly I've never seen that many black people in a yeah. while ago. <laughs> or Mexicans, <laughs> like there was yo, a ton of us. There was us. a lot of like <laughs> yeah, like a lot yeah. of minorities. Yo, a I had lot. a couple of high school buddies in town, uh, one from L.A., one from Atlanta, mm-hmm. and they rented an Airbnb. So we were just over there like chilling, playing cars, dominoes. We saw eating. that. We saw that. We saw that. Then, yeah, we saw IG, that. Man. We saw <laughs> that. IG. I left. <laughs> I left that <laughs> house. <laughs> dominoes barbecuing. Yeah. No one was marinating the fucking meat. 
So the, on my way back home, I got off off the 15 freeway on Flamingo, and uh, I have to pass where Dre's is, going mm-hmm. a little further east. And I hadn't seen that much traffic on the strip probably this year. It almost reminded me of like what Vegas was would normally be on a holiday weekend. Mm-hmm. And it threw me off. I was like, yo, it's mad traffic. It's mad p- people on foot. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like, it was crazy, bro. Well, like, was, they, they expected like 150,000 people to come visit Vegas this weekend. Yeah, that God was, damn. I was surprised. Yeah. I, haven't, I haven't been into any of the but, casinos or anything. But, but I just, ain't shit to do. There's right. like uh, nothing. No, there's no clubs. There's nothing to do. And all I saw outside were people uh, drinking outside, uh-huh. hanging outside of a CVS. Mm-hmm. They were hanging out of multiple CVSs and Walgreens. Motherfuckers just hanging out there <laughs> drinking and smoking weed. That's what people do on New Year's, right? They just walk the strip. Mm-hmm. Just yeah, pretty but, much. But, but yo, it's not like a hangout like that. It's, yeah. it's a bunch of tourists. Mm-hmm. But you, think, these, you think they're from all from LA? They it, just drove out? I'm going yeah. to be honest with you. It looked like the type of motherfuckers that were just hanging out Look at like a bunch of motherfuckers that I, I would have known or I would have seen on, on the block. <laughs> Do you know what I'm saying? The because, block was hot. Because they were hanging out like they were on the block. You yeah. know when motherfuckers were just on the brownstones and they, 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 they got their radios. Their yeah. They, they had boomboxes and they were playing shit. <laughs> their motherfuckers yeah, were posted up on the Smoking block. Smoking weed. Yes. Drinking f- beers or 40s. Cat calling shorties walking by trying to, trying to hook up with shorties. <laughs> trying to link up with shorties. You know what I'm saying? Walking by. That's what it was. That's what Vegas turned out it's like Vegas became a block. Yeah. It became a neighborhood. The strip became a neighborhood. Yeah. Does that make sense? <laughs> yeah. That's what literally I was looking at, yo. It it's was like crazy, man. It was like the strip was a neighborhood. Like motherfuckers was hanging out in front of hotels. Mm-hmm. And then the hotel valley lobbies, the main lobbies, just posted up. Mm-hmm. Like, and I've never, fam, I've never smelt weed. On the strip oh, and in front shit. of these hotels like that, bro. it was yeah. nuts. Like Aria, Aria, and like Vidara uh-huh. and Cosmo, like motherfuckers just posted up. Shit. You know what I'm saying? You know when you w- know were when there any cops around? Yo, fam, you know when you walk in New York, right? Mm-hmm. You walk on a block in New York, yeah. And you just walk in down the street, right? Mm-hmm. And then you see like eight motherfuckers on the corner, you know, like hanging out talking. Yeah. But you dolo. So you kind of like set yourself up to be like, all right, man, they might talk shit to me. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That, you know, anything could happen, right? They might talk shit to me. I might know one of them motherfuckers or I don't know what. Yeah. You know that feeling though, right? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That's literally the feeling I had walking in, in Vegas and I've never that had that crazy, feeling. Man. You know what I'm saying though, right? Mm-hmm. And that's what I felt like. Hey, yo, I need like these motherfuckers, everyone's just posted up. So like I said, was there any cops that came driving by or I didn't see the, no cops. I didn't see nothing. Well, yeah. it doesn't matter because weed is legal and drinking in the streets is legal here too. Yeah, but smoking outside is illegal in Vegas, which is weird. Is so, it? Yeah. So like uh, dispensaries can sell weed, mm-hmm. right? But dispensaries cannot have a bank account and put money generated from weed or marijuana they can't deposit that into banks right so it's like all of this weird shit so you can make money from weed but you can't put that money in a bank wait wait so you're saying all these dispensaries they can't put the money into the bank no so where what do they do with the money it's a cash business yeah that's why you a lot of weed dispensaries you can't pay with a credit card Mm. you have to pay cash or you gotta buy oh they have the atm machine or you you gotta or you gotta buy a gift card 
That's the only way they can make money. Ah. They cannot make money. I never money. knew that they can't put the money in the bank. That's the biggest problem. That's why everyone wants to rob a dispensary. Oh, because shit. it's all cash all around. So you're thinking they're keeping all of Fam, it's not even in Vegas. It's federal. It's across the whole country. So like dispensaries all across the nation. Yeah, they're all cash. They can't have a bank. They can't put their oh, money in the shit. bank, yo. Yeah. Yeah. But, but why is that exactly? It's just it's just government. Because it's just government not really like all not being very receptive to that industry yet. yeah it's yeah. still legal but they're like they're making it harder to function in that business so they can monetize it and maybe make more money off of it does that make yeah. sense Damn. i don't know the, i don't know the whole thing i'd actually love to talk with a dispensary motherfucker yeah. and and maybe get more maybe information have like Zach on or something yeah because maybe it's, Zach, it's, from jardine it's right like it's not legal by state it's legal by counties mm -hmm. so we're in clark county it's legal here but maybe like let's say if you were to drive to like another county like maybe where Reno is you it's not legal in Reno you know what i mean mm -hmm. and that something between those those like lines is where the cash has to flow through i don't even know what kind of how to even store the cash or what it is yeah. but yeah it's like it's like a federal thing but not a state thing it's weird that's why there's all these armed motherfuckers at dispensaries with like M16s oh, yeah. bro yeah. they have like M16s and AR15s and all that shit mm -hmm. Yeah, Jardine has full on yeah. military grade security. <laughs> like but no joke. Fuck around if but you here's want. the weird thing about Vegas. You can buy weed in Vegas, but mm -hmm. you can't smoke outside. You can smoke in the privacy of your home. Yeah. But you can't smoke in a hotel. Yeah. So hotel's private property, right? Private so. property. Well you so, can't smoke cigarettes, period, in a hotel. You can smoke cigarettes. Yeah, and the and the gambling. Oh, okay. Uh, I yeah. mean, I'm just thinking the bed. I mean, the hotel, the hotel room. In the room, yeah. no, no, no. Actually, no. there's certain hotel rooms you can't smoke cigarettes. They have designated floors. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But technically, you can't smoke weed. Mm -hmm. So here's the thing that a lot of dispensaries have issues with. And this is where they wanted to. This is why I remember we were talking about weed lounges. Yeah. That's why motherfuckers want to have weed lounges because they have all these tourists who are staying at hotels who have nowhere to smoke. They, they can't smoke outside. Yeah. They can't smoke at the hotel. So mm -hmm. what are, they can buy the shit, but where do they smoke? Exactly. Yeah. So that's the difficulty that dispensaries are having mm -hmm. because they want, uh, they want a venue where motherfuckers can buy the weed from them and go and hang out and just smoke their weed maybe and, grab and a, hang maybe out. Maybe grab a drink, something. I don't know. Yeah, yeah, I see. That's the thing. I don't know if, they, if they're going to allow a liquor license and uh, oh, a, like a marijuana consumption license. I, I don't know what the fuck yeah. the license is called. You know um, what I'm well, I, I did read that um, the Houston brothers. I think uh, they're the ones that actually own uh, OTR, oh, right? On the record, yeah, yeah. Mm -hmm. I believe they from LA, right? They got the first mm -hmm. ever issued license to do all three. Oh, really? To drink, smoke, and eat. Damn! Like the license literally said like serial number zero 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 one on it. <laughs> wow, <laughs> that's pretty yeah, dope. Yeah. So, and I heard I heard that through some people. That were a part of uh about a part of Playhouse. Oh shit! Because that that's like in in, in, in LA. LA. In LA. Yeah. Like oh that's shit! Like you want that license? Like yeah. That's like the license you want moving forward. They must. And it's have, almost impossible to get. They must have paid off a lot of motherfuckers to get Can that. You imagine. Shit. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> They're gonna open up their own Porkies, yo. Remember Porkies? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's gonna be like a warehouse of just. If you think about it, if you have that license, mm -hmm. you can literally have a whole building. Of different businesses mm -hmm. that mm -hmm. just allow you to smoke weed in there. So yeah, imagine yeah. if you went into a shopping mall that had edible bakeries, edible food, dinner, uh, nightclub, dancing, barbershop, and you could just smoke weed everywhere and drink everywhere and do whatever you wanted in that in that, that one building. One building. Yeah. Mm -hmm. That'd be like a fucking Porky's. 
And these <laughs> these these dispensaries in Vegas are built for that because most of them are warehouses, mm-hmm. um, and they have the space to set up a lounge area or whatever, like a like a lounge, like a hookah lounge slash weed lounge. Yeah, mm-hmm. even like fucking like a like the size maybe put like a, a movie theater in there or whatever, mm-hmm. you know, and just have those spaces designated to marijuana smokers yeah they could kill the game but i'm sure then the state's not gonna make it easy for them like like nah. cook said you're going to come out come out the pocket yeah the, the weed shit is a totally it's a it's really fucked up and i think what's holding back the weed lounges mm-hmm. is the casino hotels mm-hmm. is this direct competition the sec- yes the second they allowed weed lounges it, they're yeah. gonna see probably less traffic in the hotels yeah. Way less, way less, and then the hotel venues, like the nightclubs or bars that they have in there. Mm-hmm. So the hotels are definitely stopping that weed, like that, that, that yeah. whatever the fuck. I don't even know what it's like a weed consumption license or permit. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. they're definitely stopping that shit. It's gonna yeah. be hard. They're, it's gonna yeah. be a hard time selling those usher tickets. But meanwhile, <laughs> I, there's there's three venues open in Vegas, right? Like nightlife related, day, you know, whatever uh-huh. Uh-huh. nightclub related. It's Marquee Daypool, right? Yeah. Daylight, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. And then there's the Excess Lounge, right? Yeah. yeah. Which is Encore Beach Club uh, yeah. Lounge. Yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah. Encore Beach Club Lounge, right? At the right. Win. At the Win. So it's at the Win. So those are only the three joints open, and I heard they're all doing really well. And they're really? making a lot of money. Yeah. Have we talked about this? No. no. They're making good money because they have no expenses. They're not paying these inflated prices for DJs. You and mean to tell me they don't need Steve Aoki or Calvin Harris? Oh, then, to have a good I didn't time, think about that, Kirk? but then no. they're they're, uh, <laughs> not, they're, they're they staffing. Their staffing is probably like a fourth of what they would normally carry. Right? The staffing's a fourth. So, so like their payroll, the waitresses, is really small. Are, the waitresses, the bar staff. Well, there's no. But bar the staff. bar's not open. Yeah, yeah. So, so like the busboys and the waitresses are make, but they need bartenders to do drinks and all like that. Like a, so, a yeah. service bar, mm-hmm. service bar, exactly. Yeah. So the service bartenders, the busboys, the buses, security, everyone's making money right now. Mm-hmm. The venues are making money right now mm-hmm. because obviously the DJ rates are you know have decreased significantly less. Yeah. Yeah. and they're saving money on performances. They're saving money on performances, yeah. so now it's just all profit. It's just all profit. Yeah, mm-hmm. haha, Drake. And and the thing is, it's like. We were we were at a couple of venues, right? Mm-hmm. These people have nowhere to go, yeah. so you, there's no like clearing out a room with a DJ. Yeah, you, it's impossible yeah, yeah. to clear out you a can room. Whatever you want, <laughs> I mean, you kind of can. That's like a DJ's dream. Yeah, yeah. to what? go in there with Disco? like no pressure. And, and here's just... the best thing about it: they're like they're anti-social media. Yeah, because they don't want anything leaking out uh, of motherfuckers having fun out there with no masks or walking around mm-hmm. with no masks. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So there's literally, uh, did you see this shit on Twitter where there's like a task force out there going out there? Yeah. Um, They're like people with secret cameras and shit? A major media outlet. This is from Las Vegas locally, which is, I follow them. Twitter. Shout out to them. On Twitter. All the fastest news. Las Vegas locally. And what's the other one we, we do? Uh, Vital 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 Vegas Yeah but the I like Las Vegas locally Las oh, Vegas locally sorry. Yeah Vital Vegas is kind of crazy He be saying some crazy shit sometimes No Las Vegas locally Will give you the raw Real news Yeah So they said a major media outlet Has hidden camera crews Filming all over Vegas This weekend According to a source Their goal is to expose casinos That are not enforcing The governor's face mask And social distancing rules mm-hmm. So like all of these clubs It's like a dream for a DJ For me It's like you can't really show shit on social media. Yeah. And they're incredible. not pushing for for you to show shit. You can train wreck. Yeah. yeah. All you want. <laughs> well, no, I'm saying it's a better, it's kind of a better vibe for a DJ. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because, I mean, you can't really clear out a room because everyone, it's all reservations. Right. Yeah. yeah. And then also, if you leave there, there isn't like eight other options of places to go. You can't, there's no walk-up traffic right now. Everything's through reservation. No. Right? I'm wondering if these pools are just going to open all year long. 
Why not? I feel like they can. They well, can get away with capable. it. December's going to get a little too cold. But they can nah, build a canopy. Get, get um, heaters. Get heaters around. Yeah, they got the heaters um, cabanas. in the cabanas. Yeah, on the pool. Marquee does the dome. What, what do you call the dome? Yeah, Marquee yeah. Day Pool does it. Uh, Encore Beach does it. Yeah. Um, they, they do that for the winter. I've gone yeah. a couple of times to Marquee where they've had like a callet or mustard outside in the pool and it's just a dome. What's the technical the name for that? Is it a dome or is it a dome? It's a dome. It's not a canopy? No. No, that's the one at the beach. Okay, <laughs> I'm not talking about cabana, canopy, yeah, yeah. canopy, yeah. No? The clear glass or the clear plastic, whatever. Yeah, you yeah. Use. Is that the long is tent? That? Yeah. yeah. Oh, it's not that. It's no. a dome. Dome. They can also borrow the dome from uh, Chaos at yeah, Palms. They that, can drive it they over. They use that like once. <laughs> they can <laughs> they use the once. parts from that. <laughs> I'm sure they can. <laughs> I'm sure they could sell that shit. But they they spend like daylight. They spend a good two months putting it up. I'm sure they and they, they used it once. Yeah, one time for Cardi. I think they could do that shit all year round. I wouldn't be mad at that. Mm-hmm. I, I wouldn't mean, be mad at that either. Realistically, you st- people still have day parties in the winter, right? Yeah. It's like Lavo Brunch. Mm-hmm. Um, the Palms just to have it with um, Ghost Bar, like Day Club. Yeah. Like, people still mm-hmm. want to go do day shit. So. Yeah, Lavo, Lavo Brunch just announced that they're but, coming back. Yeah, Ooh. I saw that. And that's inside, too. Yeah. That's so, uh, a little scary. I mean, Tal Group knows what they're doing, man. Yeah. I mean, so they're, and they're that space is pretty it. wide open. It's, it's a huge, huge Marquis space. Marquise so. Tal, right? Yeah. Yes. Yeah. They don't motherfuckers know what they're doing, so strategic. But that's a lounge, though. I, I mean, yeah, it's it's, but it's a are, restaurant too. But it's a dinner, like they. It's like, a restaurant. It's, it's like champagne food. brunch. Saw, you, you I forgot. The, that's the thing. As yeah. long as they're serving food, they should be all right. Right. Yeah. 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 I think they're like seventy five. So they're already now. built for it. Yeah. I feel I did, the thing is like it used to be jam packed though. Yeah. Oh. The tables was close, and they they just gonna have to spread that shit out. Yeah. 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 Uh, what do you call? I've, every, Vegas is moving forward. It seems like seems like it. It seems like everyone that comes to Vegas is uh, thinking everything's kind of back to normal. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Has there been any I'll, stuff I'll, on the numbers in Vegas? I don't know. But I was were you? I was a little shocked that Usher signed a new residency. I saw that. At Caesars Palace, right? Yeah, starting yeah. next year, July. Yeah, I believe. Yeah, Caesars man. Palace yeah. is open, huh? Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, they open. Yeah. Yeah, they're open. I'm surprised that a lot of uh, everything's hotels open. are open, right? Yeah. Everything's open but Park MGM. And the Cromwell. Crom- Crom- and the Cromwell. Crom- 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 Those are two properties that are still I'm not close. sure if Rio is ever going to open again. I'm not I sure. I think that's going to become a baseball stadium, but that's just me. Yeah. And I I, hope, that's man. a part of Caesars, so I'm not sure what they got planned. Palms is closed. Yeah, Palms is closed. I hope, I, hope it becomes a, I hope it becomes a baseball stadium. Hell that yeah. I'll come every day just to hang out It's here. a great location, too, right off the freeway. Yeah, right there. Yeah. I, would the love for, I would love for Cali to lose another franchise team. <laughs> another Oakland franchise. Another <laughs> Oakland franchise. The Bay will be upset. They will yeah. be, and they'll all be here. Well, the Oakland A's do have the minor league team out here, so it would exactly. be easier for them got to the be Oakland, Got the Oakland Raiders and A's. Yeah. The whole tired. city will be here. Yeah, yeah I, can we go back to Usher and his residence? Yeah, yeah, sure. How y'all feel about that? I was gonna say, isn't that when like you're kind of washed up and you kind of don't have no more shit going? I on? used to think that, but not so much now. I don't think that because Bruno like that, Mars man. has a residency at Park MGM. Um, <laughs> Lady Gaga, right? Lady Gaga, sure. Janet Jackson, Janet Jackson. So uh, well, what's Janet, the, uh, the Janet, Latin, Janet is kind of. I don't want to call Martin. Janet washed. Ricky Martin has one, right? Okay, right. Now, now we're getting now to you're wash. Richard, oh, yeah, Richard. Now we're getting to <laughs> now you're really washed. Now we're getting to the wash category. Like Gwen but, Stefani had one. J Lo had she's one. She's kind of washed. Oh, Pitbull has one at Planet Hollywood. Love you, Pit. But like Usher's still kind of a. I would pay to go see. I would pay to go see Usher. But don't that make you feel kind of old? Like you see him. Remember when Usher first came out? He was like, she was like fourteen years old. Now he's like a fucking, he's, he's a, a, he's a vet, vet in the business, and he has a residency in Las Vegas. I think, I was just shocked to see Vegas jump the gun and announce a residency. Like he's 41. 
You know? They're trying to get ahead of it. Well, they announced it for next year. Next yeah. year, July, July 2021. Even still, like, I, dude, no one knows what the fuck's going to happen by next year. I don't year. know. Maybe, Crook. Maybe that's... I thought it was a little premature to announce it now. But I think they're trying to plant the seed that... Everything's going to be all right. Yeah. Like, you know, we moving forward. All right yeah. Here. To get in people's mind to start coming to Vegas. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like... I'm excited. Um, I want to go see Usher. Yeah, because they even gave him, what, Fridays? What is it? He's com- confirmed for Fridays at res- Residency 2021. But, yo, like, I think the way motherfuckers approach this shit now, it's not it's not like how it used to be when you get a yeah. residency. You know, and it's kind of different because he has 11 performances for 2021. Mm. So it's not like it's going to be, like, five days a week he's going to be doing the show. Yeah. It's probably going to be, like, maybe once a week. Mm-hmm. Or so, once, a, once a month. Once a, or twice a month. But it's in July. Yeah, to, yeah so maybe twice a month. Yeah. Right. He's doing it, so it's not that bad. I'm excited. I would pay. I would pay you to go see Usher. Yeah, me too. I mean, they've got a Boys to Men show out here that yeah. I actually I never actually. think to go to, but I would actually want to go see a Boys to Men show. Yeah, I've never seen them live. I would actually love to. Yeah, but I, I think it's a good thing. I think if anything, it keeps him in talks and it slowly revives his career because it makes people uh, yeah. remember him again, right? Yeah, and because he's not, he can't go on tour. Mm-mm. No. You don't think so? Not anymore. I don't think you can go on tour. I think the only way a tour can be really, really regenerated or rejuvenated is uh is if you drop an album. Or you do a two thousands tour. How many how many attempts has he had to drop music? Uh in the last four a years. Few, right? A couple. A couple. Yeah. And it just it, it didn't fail, but it didn't really I don't know, the last one kinda of failed. Well, I feel tried, like we well, hooked Zaytoven. up with um, yeah. yeah. Yes, it was called A and it was two thousand eighteen. 2018. I feel like he would have had a good year had not COVID hit because he had that single with LMA that was really dope and mm, I really liked. I right. feel yeah. like COVID derailed. And he was on, on the shit with, uh, what's that girl's name? Um, God damn it. Yeah, I just feel like COVID derailed his shit this Summer year. Summer Walker. Summer Walker. Yes, Thank yes, you, yes. Right. He another that, great song. Another yeah. good song, yeah, yeah. yeah. Yeah, but I think it's kind of like, uh, it's one of the first shows for Vegas yeah. where a larger age demographic will go. I agree. Because you can have motherfuckers in their early 20s. I mean, nah, that's Bruno Mars has that. That's true. But Bruno true, Mars is very pop crossover. Usher. Usher's right there. Usher's pop Usher's crossover. Pop, though, yeah. A little more urban. No, you're right, though. Bruno was there, right? Yeah, Bruno. Was that yeah, one of the first ones? That might have been, I was yeah. actually shocked to hear Jennifer Lopez get one. Why oh, that? yeah. I mean, I was in shock. I don't... I, I, don't I actually know. went I, to go see that one. She was one of the first cool ones, though. That was like yeah, 2016 right? or 17 yeah, when she had her start. Yeah. Because Britney had one before her, and I was like, eh, I, I kind of expect Britney. But you know what? You know? The, no, the first one to have one was Prince. Yeah, that was the no dope way. one. Yeah, uh-huh. That was a dope well, one that when one he took the over Rio. the real. Yep. Damn. That was like the first one. I actually a big name star. That's. Were you with me when I saw that or not? I didn't see that show, man. Oh, shit. So, I'm cool with Namani. Who's a Guapoli's brother and manager, mm-hmm. and he, they're tight with Prince, like tight, tight. R.I.P. So rest in peace, Prince. So I went to see the show, and then Prince always loves to do an after after show party, where he just yeah. performed in, a, in an empty restaurant uh-huh. to mm-hmm. a select crowd, and he was just jamming. Damn. And we I watched that for two hours, and he kept going, and I was so tired. I'm like, I gotta bounce. What? I went to one of those shows in New York. You did? Well, he just kept going, right? He, Where Prince to, he, just... he did an after party. Nobody knew about it. Yeah. I didn't even know. I went to... um. Nah. It, it was almost like you're in a jazz club, right? What's Where the you're club just watching we, him? The club we DJed at in New York? I mean, so many clubs. No, no, recently. <laughs> no, recently. We, we <laughs> up and back down? in New York. Up and down, exactly. Yeah. Up and down. Yeah. 
He, I went there just to hang out. Somehow the security guard knew me from somewhere. He was like, yo, yo, never, you got Prince in here. I'm like, what? So we went in there. And like Prince is just getting jamming. Um, Questlove was on the drums. Damn, Chaka Khan was going on, getting on the mic. Oh my god, that's amazing! <laughs> How long did you stay? On, on. I said maybe an hour. He, hour two. he cleaned the fucking club after. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't stay the whole time though, but it's, I would have stayed. It's funny, like when you hear that, you're like, oh, man, I could watch that for three hours. Yeah, mm-hmm. but after a certain amount of time, you're just kind of like, can't. I, I, got, I got it. Like, I got the idea, mm-hmm. but it was, yeah, I only could last an hour and a half, two hours, and I was like, yeah, because Prince kept going on. He was I just, feel like, was he doing his songs or he was just, no, he was just, he was just doing, was bugging out, just, well, with me, he was just like doing whatever. Man. He was doing like me. funk, funk beats, yeah, and then just like fucking with his guitar, yeah, mm-hmm. and then he would switch instruments and go on like a bass yeah. and just start doing bass and shit, and I was like, damn. god damn, and then he went on the drums, yeah. He was just, musical, he just wanted, musical, man. that motherfucker just wanted to play around mm-hmm. and it's, it, it, you know what, man, it, it's probably one of the, it's very reminiscent to Twitch where it's just, you're just really watching someone do their thing Perform. like they're, like they're, like he's in his bedroom or in his home studio mm-hmm. and he's just fucking around. That's what we felt like we were just watching Damn. and he didn't give a fuck if we were entertained or not. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? <laughs> because in his mind, he's just like, you lucky to be here yeah. to see me do this shit mm-hmm. and I love that you know. though, and we but, got that we got that impression when he was doing this. No, back to Usher. I feel like he's one of those artists that has so much material that he probably doesn't need a new album to put together a tour. Like Jan, I feel like Janice that way. Like enough people would want to go go see Janet live. Yeah, she doesn't need new man. material to pull off a tour. I think Michael was that in the Michael last was that ten way. years of his career. I Prince well, was the last that way. his last tour. That was like the first tour he before he died. He was working on on an album. Yeah. He wasn't working on the album. He was just going on like, oh. the greatest hits tour. But yeah, yeah. I think I think Usher would be a good draw. We'll see. Yeah. That'd be dope. I, I would pay to go see him. Me too. Yeah. Is Usher married or is he have a? He's he divorced. divorced. He's, He's divorced. divorced. He has like four kids yeah. and stuff like that. This is my divorce segue to. Uh, <laughs> Ooh, talk about it, King. To uh, Dr. Dre and his wife getting two million dollars a month. Oh no, she's asking for two million right yeah. a month. Man. So, but, how do y'all feel my, about this? I, I saw that. Wait, never, never did like some I, I broke insane it down, research. Yes. You want to read it? Yeah. Okay, so this is how it starts off. She wants $10,000 a month for laundry and cleaning. 10000 a month? 10000 a month. $135,000 for clothes mm-hmm. a month. Right. Um, education, <laughs> tuition and expenses, $60,000 a month. Okay. For entertainment, she won 900000 a month. Basically a million dollars. Basically. For entertainment. For entertainment alone. Yes. <laughs> for charitable, charitable contributions, she won 135000 Uh-huh. Uh, That's probably school-related for the kids, mm-hmm. I would think. Yeah. And then you would think this, is, this would be um, more, but actually for mortgage, she won 100000 a month. That's not that bad. Not at all. Now, this is what gets me right here. <laughs> for telephone, cell phone, and email... She won twenty thousand a month. Mm-hmm. She running a business or running some businesses. I don't know who the fuck you calling that much. To, so when you when add you build it, up to twenty thousand, so when it adds up all together, how much is it? It's actually more than two million. Mm-hmm. It's like two point five million. Two point five million. What could you possibly use a nine hundred thousand dollar entertainment budget? All right, so like I don't think everyone knows the backstory. Right? Hold on, hold on, hold on. I just want to add this. His first girl, uh, Janita Porter was asking him for child support $5,000 a month. I just want to put that out there. Continue what you were going to say. Uh, Jesus. <laughs> Am I wrong to think this isn't that crazy? 
What? Well, it's not crazy? I don't think it's that crazy. Two million a on, month? Man. So that's 24 a year. Wait, wait. You think I'm crazy for thinking it's not crazy? No, I just want to hear. I want to hear, like, how you're going to break this down. Yeah. I, I don't think it's crazy or bad. I just want to know I what the breakdown nuts. is. Well, you, you, Jamie and Neville, you think it's crazy. Insane. Yeah. Insane. It's too much, man. Come Why on. do you think it's crazy? Come on, It's man. just crazy money, right? For edu- entertainment, 900000 What the fuck? Netflix is $12, bro. And YouTube is free. I, got, so check this we out. We got Usher performing at your house. He's rehearsing at your house. Once a week. <laughs> All right, so check this. Entertainment-wise, what's gonna, start with that one because that's the entertainment's most a little crazy. Okay, right? entertainment's a little crazy, but we got to take this into account. All right, mm-hmm. I, you might want to double check this because I did a quick research. Dr. Dre has seven kids. Uh-huh. Six. Seven. Six. 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 Uh, maybe seven. I saw seven. Well, one of them. One of them passed away. Yeah, one of them oh, passed shit. away. Yeah. Oh shit! About, right. about twelve years ago. Yeah. All right, so yeah, six. I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm not laughing, of, yeah, you know, yeah, yeah. but yeah. So he has six kids, right? Mm. I don't know how old they are, right? And I don't know how much tuition she's paying and all of this shit. Do you understand? Yeah. But all of this shit kind of makes sense to me. Kind of makes sense to me. Mm-hmm. And only, She has two kids with, with Dr. J, by the way. She has only two? Yeah. So what, he two. has like four with other motherfuckers? Yeah, he has. Well, mm-hmm. the, the first one, he, this was in 88, 86. Yeah. He had two there, and then he had two with this girl, and then he had oh, the wow. two other ones. Okay. So that well, that changes. Has, See, I thought she was taking care of six kids. No, she has, and then mm. they're all. Well, one of them is. They're all above eighteen, by the way. I one, mean, even one still. was born in oh uh, one, and the other one was born in ninety seven. Yeah, but even still, and but it, this is the thing: she's been married twenty four years, right? Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. twenty four years. You get accustomed to a certain way of living, right? So that's a, as much his fault as it is hers. Mm-hmm. Do you get it? Mm-hmm. Because if you're living, if you're allowing a certain standard of living. Yeah. You have to maintain that shit after it's gone. You can't just cut the cord. Right. I feel like I mean but that yeah. drastically, because you can't expect her to just live like a regular person after that. Hold on, hold on. Does it does that come in factor that she was also Sadell's threat and an NBA player's ex wife Sadell three three his ex wife. So she didn't get accustomed to this by Dr. Dre. It was by the NBA player. So you really <laughs> wait? Which wife is this? I thought this was the wife he he got from Jump. No, this is Nicole Young. This is the newer one. Oh, this isn't the, the OG. This one? This is her. Yeah, her. This was the one in uh, the movie, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. This is the OG one. Yeah, the OG. Yeah, well, he, he did already have kids. Yeah, before that, but she yeah. was she was ex wife of an NBA player. He so met he, her. He well, according to the movie, he met this wife at one of those like death row party. party pool parties. And yeah. she was yeah. married. Yeah, she, it says right here, Sadell 3. three? Sadell 3. Well, yeah, he's, played, he's played for the Lakers. Yeah. Well, yeah I don't was know. It, I don't so know about that. I don't know if she was. 96. They started dating in 96, and they had the kid in 97 and in 2001. So, yeah. Mm. So she, I, mean, she I think with, something's off. Yeah, something's, something's way off, bro. Because the reason why he married her was because she was so pure, and she was almost virgin-like, wasn't it? Like I don't, she, know, I don't, I don't think he would have. <laughs> I, I don't think Dre would have married uh, the chick who was like an ex-wife to an NBA player. And prior to that, he was with Michelle for about eight years. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. I remember... No, they got married in 96. Yeah, as soon as they met. So she was dating this basketball player before that. Yeah. In so, like early 90s. So you can't put her lifestyle on Dre if she had a, a Yeah, but money. A, a Dr. Dre lifestyle to an NBA player well, is totally I mean, debatable. Yeah. They're debatable because he was releasing some floppy shit at that time with the firm. I think, and, I'm, I think, I think 2.5 million is a lot, but... I think a million a month 
makes sense. Yeah, I, I find it hard to believe that she, even with being with Dr. Dre, would go through two point five million a month. Come on, man. You know what I'm saying? Like two point five million is a lot. Bro. That's a lot of money. She wasn't going through that kind of and money. And it's not even like child support. It's, it's spousal support. That's only relative to however much he's making a month. Right. Does that make sense? Well, <sighs> yeah. Yeah, relevant, so rel- relative to how much he's making a month? Yeah. Okay. Because if he's making, I don't know. I mean, wh- how, what's, what's his net worth? What, do you, what is Dr. Dre making? A billion. He's, is he a billionaire? Yeah, he's a billionaire. Yeah. He was the first Dude, one. He's the first. 2.5 million a year. 20, what is that? 800 mil- he has 800 million a year. That's 800 million a year? Dude, that's nothing. Yeah. Wait, that's his. That's how much he. That's his worth, or how much he makes a year. That's a net worth. Well, that's net how much worth. he made in 2019. Yeah, eight hundred million. million. That's not million. shit. That's not. Come on. That's why it's it's relative. Do you understand yeah. what Wait, I'm saying? Two, she wants two million per month. I feel like she support. earned it. No. <laughs> what? Twenty four years being married to that. Yeah, I think. Yeah. Twenty four. So, she, want, so at, she wants for twenty four years. She wants twenty four million a year for every. Let's fuck out of did, here. Did she uh, express? Oh, shit, yeah, I, I like how you put that together. Two point <laughs> five and twenty four. Did she express the reason for the divorce? Uh, she filed, right? She's the one that filed. It says that he was skating off. It's saying he was getting reckless. I mean, he was drinking a lot. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, he has. He has. He him. Listen, he can also go to betterme.com. Yeah. Better help. Better help. And find some help. Well, but the anyway. first thing I thought when I, when I heard this, because I know he had a history of di- domestic violence domestic and a lot of shit, so I didn't know if maybe that was a play. And it was, uh, she wants $2 million, uh, for spousal support and then $5 million for legal fees. Yeah. He should, she shouldn't pay for her legal fees. Well, she's yeah. the one who wants to call it off, so she should pay for it. No, you're crazy, I'm being man. a dick. Yo, yo. Unfortunately, <laughs> in the state of California. <laughs> I'm being an asshole. I'm, I'm going to tell you something, man. Right now. You, you, really, I, you really think being married to Dr. Dre is like easy? I yeah, think that's yeah, I think sorry. that's a full time job. Bro. Okay, well she should have known know what she got into. I'm just being a dick now, but <laughs> I think it's a full time job. Yeah. No, Dealing it definitely is. Company. I mean, we saw on the the fine ones. She she expressed that she there was times that she didn't feel they were gonna make it. Yeah, and she was right. She was right. She said, <laughs> I think she deserved. I, I, I don't I, think I don't, two I, mil. I don't think two mil. I don't think she's nine hundred like, entertainment is way too fucking much. Let's be honest here. Do you really need that? I yeah, would but, love, but also, really, what is he going to do with that money? It doesn't matter. That's his doesn't matter. issue. That's his money. Though. No, 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 no. I don't worry about what you like. No. Dude, what are you going to do with that money? You make eight hundred million. You made eight hundred million last she year. She doesn't deserve that much money, though. Man. And she, come on, man. No, I would. I would say well, she, she wasn't making was she, those beats. Was she in the studio when he was doing Chronic two thousand? Did she do Steel Dre? No. Fam, 30 million. <laughs> thirty million to eight hundred million. Thirty million I, a year I hear what to eight hundred million. Nothing, man. What? what is he gonna do with that money, man? Just like she earned her getting, stripes, bro. Yeah. Not, but he takes care of the. I'm pretty the kids. sure he's paying like other shit, like fucking. Yeah. You think paying. that's easy? You think it's easy? This motherfucker must be so demanding, and he must not want to do a goddamn thing except make music. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Yeah, he he's definitely that introverted. Like the studio is his safe place. Just he wants to be all there. I, all I care about is let me work out mm-hmm. and let me make my music, and all of this other shit. You take care of that. Yeah, and she's got to she got to be in charge of the chef, transportation, all the travel, the kids, and all that. He probably not. I don't know Dre, so he. Oh, might hold be on! I got some spicy. Yo. I got some spicy. Right. The court papers further allege that the rapper star, kick, uh, the rapper star Young. Oh, hold on! The rap star kicked out Young, meaning hold he on. kicked the girl he out. Kicked the, he yeah, kicked yeah, his wife, wife out. out from that forty three thousand <laughs> square foot mansion, Brentwood Mansion, in April first, in the middle of the night. Because he was in a drunken rage. Yo, man, she earned that shit, bro. 
Yeah, she was probably going through some shit. And he texted her, do not spend one more cent. You can't be mean and disrespectful and, <laughs> and spend my hard-earned money. You don't think he was skating off? But you don't Fuck know, she, she might have done some shady shit, though, man, for him to flip out like that. What do you mean, like she was cheating on him? Never know. <laughs> I like how me and never just like, yeah, Team Dre. <laughs> I feel like if, she, if there was infidelity, that would have came out. Yeah. In, in, in some form, paperwork, through the lawyers, some. 24 years, though? Yeah. Like the shit that with Tiger Woods... Mm-hmm. Right, it's tired. What did she get? She got like two hundred fifty million. Oh, I don't know. She got something mm, crazy, I right? Forgot, man. Tiger Woods, but is, they their their kids were still re- really young. Yeah, but they so, they weren't even married like five years, were they? Or maybe. were they? No, it was it was definitely less than ten years. Do you do you, what's her name? Uh, Ellen, she got seven hundred fifty million and custody of the kids. Wait, she got how how much? Seven hundred fifty million. <laughs> here. Really? Oh shit. Shit. Do you remember when Kobe was going to divorce his wife? Or she How? was going to divorce? She was supposed to get like 200 mil. 125 mil. Yeah. That's where the that's all she was going to get? Well, he didn't have much of that. Yeah, he, was, he didn't have no 750 million. Who, yeah. Tiger? Oh, Tiger. Now, Kobe's, Kobe's, Tiger definitely has. Yeah, t- Tiger's, Tiger's worth, worth, billion. Tiger's worth a couple time? billion. He's the highest yeah. paid Nike athlete ever. Yeah. That's why, that, to me... That's fucked up. <laughs> like, <laughs> I mean, for him, I'm saying for him to have 750 oh, no. million to give to his wife. Yeah, that's he didn't have that much money. Hey, supposedly that more reports came by that she got in the neighborhood of a hundred million. Yeah, 100? that sounds more uh, Tiger's wife. Mm-hmm. That sounds reasonable. I mean, shit. Yeah, I mean, that's yeah, that's. A, but I, I don't mean, know for how long or a hundred mil. That's so that's. It is about twenty thousand in child support a month. A month. That's not. I mean, that's not much. Yeah, I mean, See, I mean, that's a lot. I mean, yeah, I mean that it's not a lot. She's taking care of two kids, right? Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. But she got a hundred million. Yeah. If she put that shit in the bank, she could live off the interest. Yeah, yeah, she's good. She's definitely good. So you think? She, so you think? But how long were they married? How uh, long were they years. married? Four years. Four years. Two thousand four to two thousand. Twenty-four nine. years. This shit. She got five million for, off of four years. Dr. Dre's wife was twenty-four years, man. Yeah, she earned that shit. Twenty-four years. I'm not mad at her getting that kind of money. I was just. I just think. It, I, the no, breakdown. the breakdown is what's nuts. That's what's like, throwing I me. Know, right? I would have loved to be in that mediation and hear her express. The need for nine hundred thousand dollars a month, bro. The breakdown is what's throwing me off. In, I don't care about the money. Value. I just think the breakdown sounds insane. Not not only that though. If she's asking for if she whatever she's asking for, she's got to inflate it because there's got to be a negotiation. Yeah. So even if she wants one million a year, one million a month, or half a million a month, they, they she's got to inflate it, it to like two point five million. Here's yeah. twenty thousand on telephone, cell phone, and email. Email is a free access thing that we get on the internet. Maybe she needs a secure service. From what? <laughs> Who she calling? I don't know. <laughs> and she's fucking calling whoever knows, man. But I'm guessing what she's paying. I get the mortgage. 20, I, yo, I get phones. the I get the mortgage. Mortgage is not that bad. It's I guess a, it's not I get only the that. Charitable. Here's the thing: you also don't understand, man. How do you, she? She might have two assistants, mm-hmm. a housekeeper, someone who takes care of the grounds. She might have all this shit and pay for their cell phones too. Yeah, all respect, all respect. Even I'll like respect. her driver, mm-hmm. he might have a cell phone. You know what I'm saying? So we don't know all of that shit. I'm guessing she probably owns a business. You you don't realize the amount of expenses a motherfucker could have until you it says hit chefs, a billion. Chefs and security, etc., is under that. Yeah, yeah. So that's what I'm saying. Is that and all a, of that? And she's keeping the Malibu home. Yeah, because the beachfront, fam. You think? Do, you think? That, yeah, but you. <laughs> Sorry, guys. But you think Dr. Dre's. Dr. Dre's wife could just live a regular life? No. No, no, no. She needs security. She needs all of that shit. Who's after her? Security? Well, like, yeah, who's trying to kill her? You don't her? think a motherfucker could like 
ransom hold her, her hostage and ran and ransom that shit. No, you're crazy. <laughs> Come on, man. Oh, maybe you may be right. But yeah, I am that, right. That Malibu, what are you talking that about? Malibu home is crazy. But how do you want nine hundred for entertainment? That is insane. Dr. Dre's wife. Are you crazy? Yeah. She needs security. She needs all of that shit. Are his kids? <laughs> yeah, he needs all of that shit too. It's not like a normal person, man. You never know what the fuck's gonna happen. Yeah, you can't have those people. Listen, like, two million is still like a that. lot of fucking money. Nine hundred for is, entertainment man. is. Insane. I don't think, no, nah, man. When you start making that much money, we're in a pandemic. What entertainment do you need, fam? You looking at it from like a dude that makes forty thousand a year? You know what I'm saying? Like, <laughs> if we don't, if we don't hear Dr. Dre give any kind of rebuttal, then he clearly knows she deserves that kind of money. Yeah, he knows that shit for how long? That's my question. How long does this last? Guys? I don't know. There's probably terms to this shit. No, but how how long do you expect him to give her that much money? I don't know. I don't care. It's not. It's for me, man. She put 24 years in marriage, so she, she gets 24 years. Shit. It's like a retirement. Yeah, two million. God damn. Yeah, that's a lot. She could be smart with that money. But I mean, yo, if you had a wife and you had a wife for 24 years, you would just kick her out with nothing. No, nah. I never said she didn't. Deserve no, anything. we didn't say she didn't deserve nothing. But two million fucking month is a lot of money. Nah, man. She, what did Jordan's wife get? His first wife. Oh, oh, she cleaned it. Cleaned <laughs> <box, huh? laughs> did she? She, she, she did, man. Yeah, I forgot was how it much wa- it was. At the time, it was definitely a lot. Yeah, I can only imagine. But shit, he's a billionaire as well. So, and he's still earning income like crazy with with Jordan Brand. Yeah, this so. is one of the few cases where I side with her. Yeah, yeah, because she put twenty four years in that motherfucker. One hundred sixty eight million. That was that was Jordan's yeah. wife. Yeah, and how long ago was that? That was, and that was like in the nineties, right? Yo, that and yo, he paid two point one million in legal fees. Come on, you guys want to say that that's a lot of money? You guys should be uh, having a fucking personal vendetta with the legal system and all these attorneys <laughs> making two point one million. How you, how are the attorneys making two point one million? Bruh. Yeah, that's kind of that's kind of crazy. That's crazy. <laughs> she I got 168. That's more than two percent. I was watching the. Uh, he should just give her the rights to the I Jordan wa- Three. I was watching the No Limit doc shit. Yeah. And Master P said before he went into these big companies to ask for a record deal, he needed a lawyer. So he got in touch with Michael Jackson's lawyer. Mm-hmm. He said in order to even speak to him and have a sit down, he he had to write him a check for twenty five thousand. Yeah, that's nothing. Just just to consult. Yeah. Just to like talk to him. It's a retainer. Yeah. Yeah, you know, like so, even what now it's half a million. Yeah, that's some ridiculous. motherfuckers want a uh, hundred thousand retainer uh-huh. or two hundred fifty thousand dollar retainer. Like those, you know, those lawyers that handle those big like murder cases uh-huh. for like celebrities. Uh-huh. Easily, I need a half a million dollar retainer. Jesus Christ! And, that, and then all these motherfuckers got to like, they got to like uh, start finding money and putting it together just so they can get res- representation. God damn! Those they take they yo these attorneys ain't fucking around, nah, man. Yeah. Yeah, don't ask me how I know this shit. Um, <laughs> I think we're gonna end this shit because uh, yeah, it's going it along. <laughs> Never's falling asleep, and uh, and uh, D needs to fix his ass. Yeah, uh, let's do a big shout out, honestly, to a rest in peace. Yeah, to obviously Chadwick Boseman. Huge loss. Yeah, huge man. loss. Huge loss. Wakanda this, I was, forever. I don't know Condolences to him and his family, man. Yeah. I think that was the first like real outing we had as a crew. We went to go see the Black Panther. Did we see Black Panther? Yeah. yeah, we did. You yeah. bought the tickets. Yeah. That was January, February of 2018. And yeah, it was like the first outing we ever had. It was dope. It was, and it yeah, was like, it was like February. Yeah, it was February. I, I like. I love movie. that movie. That was a great movie. Yeah, yeah. And that shit meant a lot. We even stuck around. We just, hung out for damn man an hour after just to talk about the movie. Yeah, I loved it. I loved the message in the movie. I loved it was put together. It was empowering, man. Yeah, it was really empowering. There's these subtle lines in the movie too that that really hit. 
Mm-hmm. You Differently know? now? Yeah. yeah. Definitely. No, um, it was it was and it was so sudden that he passed. Like when you sent I who I forgot who sent it on the group chat, but I was like, damn, we nobody knew he had cancer. He thugged it out. He did yeah. a few great movies mm-hmm. that were impactful forever. It's, you know what's crazy? I was in my car about a week ago, uh driving and I was listening to uh Sway in the Morning and he they replayed an old interview of the entire uh cast of Black Panther. Mm-hmm. And there was a point where he was talking about how during the filming of Black Panther, he was actually going to visit kids that had cancer. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I always just thought that that was amazing that he not once brought up the fact that he had it himself. Mm-hmm. But he was talking about how he was going and motivational, doing motivational speaking to these kids. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I just was like, man, that, that was powerful to like, you, you know, know what, I, to keep it to yourself that you're going through but, these things for the betterment of others and mm-hmm. to still put out great quality film work yeah. with the taxing, how taxing that is on your body. Yeah. That was amazing. Even more amazing was the people around him that knew he was he had cancer didn't say anything to anyone. Right. Was, that's that's kind of rare, especially in the entertainment business, because they everybody's business is somehow always get put yeah, out there. Yeah. It was but, crazy because I, I had seen him at Puffy's birthday party and he looked good. He looked healthy and he looked not as skinny as the, the pictures we've seen recently. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, fuck, it's crazy how that cancer just comes in and just yeah. Wipes you the fuck down quick. Like, Sad, so man. I mean, well, well, he was about to film Black Panther too. Yeah, yeah. So I don't know what Marvel gonna do, but I mean, there's been rumors that there's they're looking at other actors to replace him. You can't. I mean, that's him. obvious. They, yeah. They're gonna that, find other actors. But to I mean, I, I can't see anyone being Black Panther, man. Yeah, because he was he. That they, was his role. They definitely gonna do it though. It's like but, if but, Captain America would have died midway, and then you just yeah, get somebody I else. Think, uh, I, I mean, it's, it's, and honestly, it's easier to replace a white actor in I a mean, film role than it is a, a even, black iconic actor. It would have been harder. Wait, wait, wait Iron why Man. do you say that? Why do you say that? Because I mean, there's there's not too many black actors out there. I think there are. A lot and, of I mean, black the black actor that's like out there though. I don't right. know. Just, They're not giving the opportunity. Not as many as there's white actors. I understand. There's more options, right? Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. I think it. I think it can be done. Like who? I, I think you, about who could you see be playing Black Panther? Don't say Donald Glover. Nah, I was honestly gonna say <laughs> maybe I'm reaching, but I was gonna say uh, Idris Elba. Mm. I, I like him. I, I, I could see him in that superhero. He went role. to a time vortex and he got old. I can't see him doing it. He's man. a little too old. He, yeah. Yeah. Maybe, but I think maybe physically I, I could see him doing it. Maybe ten years ago. Yeah. Five definitely, 10, yeah. My five, five, ten. I, years I like. Ago. I don't know. Maybe it was like not the best movie, but I liked him in Hobbs versus Shaw. He played the villain. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um. So I just I have that image in my head right Who's now. Who's that dude that's on ATL? But he's like the weed head, Lakeith Stanfield. Yeah. Yeah. I feel like he's the closest one to do that. Even though I wouldn't, I wouldn't want him to do it. I feel I like think he, he's good enough because think, yo, they love this motherfucker, man. He's in so many movies. Yeah. Yeah. He's in so many movies. Can he? Can he, I? I haven't seen him in anything serious though. No. No, he was in Get Out, no, but I still that laughed. Still wasn't serious. <laughs> I still like laughed. He was about when he looked like he was about to cry and shit. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> Dog, that, he was. Snoop that took Dog. some acting. He was <laughs> Snoop Dogg and straight out of Compton. <laughs> he's oh, the, that was him. Yeah. yeah, yeah. The problem with him is that he's. I, I'm sure he's a really talented actor, but he has not really been in a role that showed any impressive range. Yeah, does that make sense? Yeah. yeah. But I feel like he's the closest one. Oh, that's a good. That's a good. I option. was gonna say. Uh, I can't say his name. Mahershala. Mahershala, Mahershala Ali. Ali. I was gonna say that he just got casted to be Blade, which is also Marvel. But I think he will be a great. I, I mean, nah, he's doing that. Blade, so he can. They well, can give him we Black haven't Panther. seen it yet. We haven't seen. It. It's called Audible, but no, no. But he signed. The, he signed the contracts already. Yeah, but Marvel could do whatever. Marvel they want. could do whatever. Disney the fuck could do whatever they want. They want. 
Because honestly, the Black the the Black Panther uh, franchise mm-hmm. is way more valuable than Blade right now. Yeah, and that's yeah. I feel like Disney is pissed because yeah. there's totally t- they were totally caught off guard, mm-hmm. and now this is putting the black this is putting the whole Marvel franchise in jeopardy. Was the, yeah. yeah because that one character was so strong. I feel like casting the wrong dude can fuck up. The whole thing, the whole franchise, the whole, the phase whole four. thing. The so they gotta really take their time yeah, with I, picking who they're gonna be. Yeah, because they just got rid of two important ass motherfucking characters. Yeah, knowing that Black Panther is strong enough to hold us down mm-hmm. for the rest of the franchise, yeah. for the next phase, for the next phase. Yeah. Because they were like, look, we're if if Black Panther didn't do as well as it, it did, I don't think they would have allowed uh, Captain America and Iron Man to be phased out like that. Right. Mm-hmm. In Endgame. Yeah. Do you know what I'm saying? But the fact that they knew that they had a good Black Panther, they're like, that's going to hold us down. And now they're, I think they're fucking panicking. I mean, other than Avengers, um, Black Panther was the highest grossing um, movie. Marvel movie. Superhero yeah. movie. Wasn't superhero, it the yeah. highest grossing superhero movie? I think um, Avengers. At the time. At the, the time, two, yeah. Endgame, Endgame. Endgame, Infinity yeah. War killed exactly. it. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. But the thing that, like, Black Panther was one of the prime, because you have, like, you have Thor still. And then you still have a fucking Spider Man, yeah, but, but you black. Can't, you, you can't, but you can't. Even yeah. Spider Man doesn't compare to fucking Black Panther, yo. No. And then Thor doesn't even compare to that shit. And then they were gonna yeah. hold. They were gonna hold a Black Panther to hold it all the way to like the Fantastic Four. Exactly. Marvel Disney is fucking panicking, bro. So do you think? I think they're pissed. I know they're sad that you know Chadwick passed, mm-hmm. but I know on a business side, they're like this they motherfucker to should have told us. Cause they probably they knew. Could have, they, they, no, they probably did. They know. probably did. I know. don't think they knew, man. Because when you're gonna get a new job, you have to give a, your illnesses and shit like that. Nah. And you get a physical done to be a, an actor. Oh shit. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Don't you have to have, yeah, insu- have to insu- insu- type yeah, but insurance? No, nah, but if he if he passes his physical, he should be all right. Yeah. No, nah, but if he tells you, I have fucking a cancer and you have to do chemotherapy. Yeah, I don't you know. know. I'm Bro, not sure. No, you're talking about Disneyland. Fam, I mean, Disneyland. Disney, if they knew about that, they would not put the weight on the franchise all on top of him, yo. That's true. Yeah. They would have had a secondary backup. They mm. would have had a backup, bro. Or the, yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yo, there's a rumor going around that Tyrese is trying to be um, no. the No, Tyrese, <laughs> Tyrese, stay your ass on the Fast and the Furious yo, franchise. For don't some reason, all I, picture, Jody, Jody. all I can picture is that image I have of him during the Black Lives Matter protest with yeah. that beret and that black leather jacket. <laughs> he looked like a... <laughs> yo, I'm saying who, that shit. who could take over that shit? What about Ghost? Ghost from Power? No. Tommy! Oh, uh, <laughs> by the way, I've seen the new uh, Power. I just that's, want to put not, that that's not horrible. Ghost? Ghost that's is horrible, horrible, that's horrible, horrible, man. I don't know why I like that dude. I don't know, man. <laughs> uh, maybe they, they might be better off picking out someone that we don't even know so we don't have expectations. That might be better. I, I saw someone said that they should get the Infinity Stones. Bring back... Um, uh, what's his name Michael B. Jordan's character Back to Life and he will be a good guy for some reason I can see Michael B. Jordan and he will be the new Black Panther because he Black was Panther. a Black Panther as well oh yeah. you think just change the story and just have him yeah bring him thing? back from I think that would be because they never show him yeah. die really he just crushed over at the you know end. what that's not a I actually thought you were being a moron but I was actually that's not a bad idea it's not, it's not, part man. of me always thought that he wasn't dead yeah and that would be another narrative you know what would be good if they actually went back before he became, before, like right after his father died uh-huh. and before like the streets raised him or mm-hmm. something, mm-hmm. if they got him right then and took him back and then, yeah. they, and then they brought him back to Wakanda and raised him the right way yeah. in, in the culture. Does that make sense? Yeah. Yo, wow. they, there's actually, that's there's pretty smart. Yeah, there's, yeah. A lot of, there's a lot of options for that. 
Mm-hmm. You best believe they're probably exploring all of them. That's actually not a bad. Uh, I would actually be okay with that. Yeah, because yeah. he was he was also the king and. Well, he yeah, he was the the nephew, yeah, was, yeah. right, the yeah. cousin. He was yeah. a cousin, Black yeah. Family. He was a native. That makes sense. That could happen. Wow, yeah. they could write that. That's not a bad. That's not a bad alternative. Wakanda forever. It's I'll just, fuck just, with it. Yeah, because yeah. I think play. I think replacing. It's, it's a um, bad taste. It's a bad. No, what, what was, if, what was no. Black Panther's name? The original the T'Challa. The guy, T'Challa. T'Challa. Uh-huh. I think replacing T'Challa would be disrespectful. Yeah. yeah. And but creating a new Black Panther wouldn't be. Does that yeah. make sense? But didn't they do that in the comic books? Huh? In the comic well, books, they had more than one Black Panther. Yeah, yeah they have a ton. They, they, they had so more than shit. one Captain America too. Like it goes mm-hmm. more than one Iron Man too. Yeah, yeah. there was a, there was yeah. actually like a racist Captain America at a point. <laughs> but really? Yeah, yeah. He, was, he was like really. He was, he was hanging out with the Nazis. Yeah, and shit. the dude from Atlanta, Lakeith. Stan, he just something about him just looks so goofy. I just can't take him. No, you serious. can't take him serious. Yeah, bro, <laughs> come on. You talking about the king? He always looks high. Yeah, I'm about to say it looked yeah. like a weed head. <laughs> He's smoking there. that Wakanda. Like that character on Atlanta is so perfect for him. Like yeah. I just that's what I see every time. <laughs> that Wakanda. Oh, they were, they were, oh they would put the the sister. What's her name? Uh, Shiri. She would be the next. Uh, I mean, I feel the like throne. they got they got one female or they got two female um, Marvel characters. Um, Black Widow and well, she's about to get killed off and, in the next one. And Captain Marvel, was it? Captain, Captain Marvel, Captain Marvel, yeah. I think one but, is the, but there's a, like there's the there's the little black girl who's Captain Marvel too, right? Yes, yeah, she's yeah. gonna mm-hmm. probably be the next one up too. Mm-hmm. Cool. Well, think, I'm, I'm looking forward to that, man. I'm looking yeah. for any Marvel movies. No, I'm. I'm know what I'm looking forward to if they do another Black Panther, just yeah. don't put Tyrese in that motherfucker, man. That's <laughs> all I'm asking. Marvel, keep the cash. If you, you listen to the Vogue podcast, don't put Tyson, no Tyrese, Tyrese, <laughs> or Tyson Beckford. Neither of the motherfuckers. <laughs> <on there>. <laughs> <laughs> I actually wouldn't mind Tyson in <laughs> Tyson Beckford. I wouldn't mind that. <laughs> like a soldier or something. I wouldn't mind that. I actually. Would He's rap. a new bad guy. <laughs> it might be a rap. Yeah, I, I'll, yeah. The fact that there wasn't no Marvel movies this uh, year. Know, this year, man. the fact that there was no movies this year really, yeah. I feel like that fucked me up more than anything else. That was always a good escape. Just go to yeah. the movies, chill with the homies. Yo, y'all want to hear a true story? Yeah. yeah. I know you said I never cried. Yeah. I almost cried. When I was looking at, um, I was on IG, yeah. and somebody posted the um, the ending of um, of Endgame. Endgame, yeah. And then when um, Thanos and Iron Man was fighting, and Iron Man took the um, the, the stones from um, yeah. Thanos, and he said, I am Iron Man. Yeah. I almost cried a bit, because I was thinking, damn, man, we miss going to the movies, man. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> We was, uh, I was funny. in the movies when that shit happened. It's just like we never, that whole ending we was never, just that whole ending hits different now. Yeah. Yeah. It does, man. It's dope. Yeah, man. Um, I think we're gonna end this shit, man, because yeah. this, this is going on long. Pause. Wakanda forever. Wakanda forever, <laughs> man. Rest in peace to Chadwick Boseman. Oh, I apologize, yes, fellas. I just want to give a RIP to John Thompson. John Thompson. Because gr- for me, growing up, being a huge basketball head and playing and having aspirations of playing basketball. Like, he was a legendary mm-hmm. African-American coach, man. Yeah. And he touched the lives of so many basketball players and people that didn't play sports. Like, most people didn't even know that Georgetown was not a black college because of him. Like, he, in, he like, put so much of African-American culture in that university through sports. He empowered so many African-American males, not just through making them good athletes, but good people. Like, mm-hmm. Patrick Ewing, Allen Iverson, Alonzo Mourning, 
like just the list goes on. Those those are all Hall of Famers. And and like I was watching Allen Iverson's Hall of Fame speech, and he got to tears talking about what John Thompson did for him mm-hmm. as a man. Because in high school, I don't know if you remember, Allen Iverson got into legal trouble. Yeah, he almost and, uh, didn't, he didn't um, he, get into um, no school would recruit college, him yeah. at all. And his mother went to Georgetown and begged him to take. I- Iverson in and gave him a chance, and mm-hmm. he did. And Iverson like said he owes his life to that man. So Definitely, man. I just want to give him a shout out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, when you think of even when you think of Georgetown Hoyas, yeah, you see his face. I see his face. And then pop, you know and then in the hip hop culture, like everyone was rocking Georgetown jackets. Yeah, yeah. Bass, that's, that's like, that was jacket, huge. Man. Yeah. And his face was just like every time you saw his face, you would think of Georgetown. He yeah. was Georgetown, yeah. and he was he was all of that shit. Yeah, man. Yeah. yeah. So. Rest in uh, peace. Rest in peace to Jordan. And then we got to do a rest in peace to Eric Morello, right? Yeah, yeah. Huge, man. huge, Jeez. very talented, amazing house DJ producer. Yeah. yeah. Um, you know, he was fucked, man. He was larger than life. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, recently, it's fucked up when people pass, right? Because he, he's been having, Some he's been having troubles. legal troubles. Yeah. Well, he's allegations. Had, He's had allegations of sexual assault. He was right? supposed to go to court yeah. on the, the Friday, like two days before he, yeah. he passed. passed away. Yeah, and uh, it's just fucked up, man. Because it's like everywhere you see, it just says like uh, DJ with sexual assault allegations Eric passed Marilla. away. Yeah. yeah, and it was like that's such a headline. I know, man. Like literally, you know, this he was so much more than that. I mean, I mean, we don't it's, know, it's, it, dude. It's it's rough. But yeah, all I rough. can say, all I can say is this, man. Watching Eric Murillo, right? That dude lived a good life. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> <laughs> like that motherfucker was treated like a god everywhere. Yeah. Right. I mean, that motherfucker, like, I, fam, I've heard about so many ODs with this dude, yeah. where he just he almost died. Like that dude had nine lives, man. Yeah. He's probably OD'd like twelve times. He I lived. Mean. He lived. A life like yeah. the thing is I'm like it's sad but I'm also I also know confidently that motherfucker lived a good life yeah. Colombian guy yeah he lived a really good fucking life and he did his thing I I'll don't know where, I don't know where he got that European accent because he was like <laughs> wasn't he raised in New York I think so yeah he yeah. was like he had some like type of hey like welcome to Ibiza like he had this accent I, know, I don't yeah, know where he got that from could be Colombian <laughs> I'll say this I never um, maybe like 08 or 09 yeah. I've never uh, holiday weekend I think it might have been Labor Day weekend to the day mm-hmm. Sunday or Monday I, I was still a resident at Tao at the time and I don't think I've ever seen a huger following for a DJ yeah. than I did mm-hmm. that weekend for Eric Murillo and I'm talking like the club was open till damn near the yeah, sun came. People up. used to look forward to the yeah, Monday weekend crazy. just to see him DJ. Yeah, it Huge. was crazy all night going into the morning. I he, remember the sound and lighting guys at Tal had to cut the music off on him because he was still going like six in the morning. Oh like, he yeah, he would not stop, bro. I remember one time he was the first DJ I ever seen that that basically told the owners of Tal uh-huh. to go fuck themselves, <laughs> <laughs> and they listened. Yeah. Were you there with me when we saw that? I don't think I was there. I probably said the story before, but I'm going to say it in memory of Eric Murillo. Uh-huh. It was at Tao, and they told Eric Murillo to play The Champ Is Here uh-huh. for, for the owners or some big bottle popper. Uh-huh. And Omar Galeano was the music director at the time, right? Uh-huh. So Omar goes up, and he's like, I remember watching this, and Omar's like, I can't believe I got to do this. I got to talk to my hero. And Eric Murillo, because, you know, Omar has a house background. Yeah. He's like, I got to talk to Eric Murillo, and I got to tell him to play the champ is here, Jadakiss, right? Or the locks, or whatever the fuck yeah. that was. Mm-hmm. And then all I saw was Eric Murillo take his headphones off, 
stand in front of Omar's face and yell at his fucking face <laughs> and spit in his face while he's yelling at him. And Omar just like kind of nodded ahead, like understood and walked away. And I was like, yo, what the fuck happened? He's like, he told me to go fuck myself. And he said, I'm not DJ Vice. And then, <laughs> yeah, I, had to uh, my, my, I, I had to take my cover off oh, no. <laughs> for that man. fucking reaction. And I was like, wow. He's like, yo, wow. he was like, yo, fucking tell me to what to fucking play. I'm not fucking DJ Vice. I play whatever the fuck I want, blah, 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 blah. And da, 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 da. I'm not playing that fucking song. And Omar was like, understood. Walked away, told the owners. And this is the first time I've ever seen this in the history of DJing in my life. The owners came up to him and apologized. Wow. And I was like, whoa. And I was like, yo. <laughs> I, was like, I was like, holy shit. And I saw this happen in real time. Oh, my God. The owners came up like, it. yo, Marilla, I'm so sorry. And he was like, nah, man, you know, just let me do my thing. And I proceeded to this watch Eric Marillo. And this is what a house DJ did at the time, and I thought it was amazing. Four CDJs. Had one CDJ playing looped a, a drum beat. Boom, 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 boom. Took a bass line from another song and looped it. Mm-hmm. So it went boom, 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 boom. Timed it perfectly. So he had two CDJs working. Looped an acapella melody. Come on, down the town. Come on, down the town. Had three CDJs running at the same time. Uh-huh. Created his own song. And then proceeded to play an original song. So it sounded like a remix with all three elements. Jesus Christ, man. Yeah. Respect. That's what Eric Murillo did. That's right there. And he did it. Not like nerdy, concentrated. He was dancing, dancing in front. He would do this thing where he stick his lips out like, ooh, and he would like dance and he'd be like that. And it was just such a thing to watch and it was amazing. So I know he's going through all this. I mean, he's not going through anything right now, but he was going through all the sexual assault stuff and all of that shit. And I don't know. I feel like there's going to be a time because we're in cancel culture right now. Mm -hmm. I feel like there's going to be a time where we really have to separate the art from the artist. Yeah. Like, we've got to be able to appreciate the art, you know, regardless of, and then just say, like, this the personal, this motherfucker had flaws and this motherfucker was damaged and there was something wrong with him. <laughs> but we also have to be able to appreciate that art. Yeah. Yeah. I, I know it's going to be a hard place. I there's hope, no cost I hope of, we can get to that point. Yeah. And there's it, no cost of it. It doesn't make so any so sense anyway because we're listening to Rick James. We're listening to a lot. We're watching movies with actors who, do, who have done horrible shit. Yeah. So at some point there has to be a separation. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know what I mean? Because it's it, no one's perfect. Yeah. And it's all really a matter of like, yo, who got caught and who didn't get uh-huh. caught. Right. True. Right? But anyway, I'm not I'm not saying that sexual assault isn't a big deal and all of that shit. I'm just saying at this point, everyone is fucking flawed. Yeah. But that what does that mean? That we can't watch a Bill Cosby stand up or the Cosby show and and see that there's some <clears throat> good elements lessons. in the Cosby show. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's two totally different things. Yeah, I don't know, man. No, I agree because I, I even even you know you know me and Jamie are huge in the sports, and I'm like, oh, well, they say this guy can't play because he has this, and I'm like, yo, you got motherfuckers in the NFL that have fucking killed people, yeah, and they still getting checks, and I'm like, yo, like this is such a fucking contradiction. But like you said, we get, maybe we can get to a point where we can separate the art from the man, and vice versa. Or the woman. Or the woman. woman. Yes. (laughs) Thank you. (laughs) On that note, 
You can end it off. <laughs> yeah, we, we can end it now. If you want to watch this video alongside all our brand new videos that we release every Friday, please go to youtube.com slash roadpodcast. Like, comment, subscribe. Hit the notification bell to be the first one to get this video and all the other videos. And um, check us on every Sunday at twitch.tv slash roadpodcast, 8 p.m. Pacific. We go through different battles. We talk shit. We play some new music. I would actually, look, I got this new phone number, right? And I want motherfuckers to call us. Or text us. Text us or call us. If you want to FaceTime Cricket. Yes. <laughs> Give us a call at 702-716-8674. Yes. This is like a spare phone. It's a free line. Leave us a voicemail. Text us questions. Text us advice. Text us hate mail. Text us eat, whatever. Do whatever you want to do. Leave a voicemail. Be rude. Be funny. FaceTime. Yeah. Give us topics or some shit. Send us a video of you talking send, shit. Yeah. Send us anything you want, and then so we can discuss it. We'll share it. We'll make, play it. And make sure to to uh, give us your name and all of that shit, so we can shout you out. Yeah. Or put your Instagram on there for you can know who you are. Or if you if you want to be anonymous, you can be anonymous or whatever. I'll just be like, yeah, just don't say my name. I actually wanted to put this in the beginning of the podcast, but all right. Well, we'll end it off. Seven zero two seven one six. All right, guys. Um, and we out. Peace. Peace. Peace out to DJ City.